0: rdtdaily.com presents A Tarabuster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: Okay, hi. What's up, everybody? My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. And this is Friday, but we have a regularly scheduled show tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Eastern, Saturday evening at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And... Sunday, that will be replayed on Sunday on Progressive Voices, but we do this, we do our weekday specials, those are, I guess, it's kind of up in the air, so we don't really have a set time, and that's why it's, I don't know, I wish I could, I wish we had really, I mean, I wish we were at that point where we could have a daily show at a set time, and we're trying to get there, so... I thank you for your support, and if you can, please become a patron because that is what will make our show um, a real contender, and it will make that daily set time possible, and we need it. Thank you for uh, hanging out. I wanted to have uh, what we promised last night. If you watched the show last night, We have a regular crew that hangs out, so come on to go and hang out. Get get over to YouTube, damn it, if you can, at youtube.com slash c for channel slash rdtdailymedia. That's where I am paying attention, for the most part, to most of the chat. There's other chats going on, but um, most people are in the YouTube channel, so go on over there. What breaking news? Don't tease me there. Breaking news, he's dead. No. That can't be. Well, hospitalized, fever, fatigue, whatever. All right, we'll get to it. Honestly, I'm kind of annoyed at everything. But what else is new, right? <laughs> That's why we're here. Cuz the liberal This is the liberal media, frankly. And it's it. This is it. I am sorry. I know. You're looking at it, though. But that's why we need each other, and we need your support. And I'm just sick of what we have to put up with in this country. The bullshit. I mean, really, the bullshit is... I think we are dying from the bullshit. The, one of the the necessary ingredient of a functioning democratic Republic is that we are mature enough and adult enough to have honest and uh, reality-based discussions that we can uh, honestly assess what's going on in the country. What what's staring us right in the face. Now, but before I, I get into it um then the reason i'm i'm framing it like that well i might as well just say it cuz while it's on my mind and then cuz i wanted to thank our, our new patron first before we really got going cuz i said hey if we will get another patron cuz we're we're hemorrhaging patrons that's just the bottom line and i'm imploring people if you are. If you have the means to be a patron, I know times are tough, and we're all feeling it. If you have the means, please go over to Patreon.com/slash Tara Devlin and please sign up. Even at the two dollar a month level, that helps. It helps to get our um, our stats up. It helps attract more patrons, the more patrons we have, even at a $2 a month level. So tonight's show, I want to thank, well, it's brought to us by Nina Spillman. Thank you, Nina, for taking that extra step, for making the leap, and for supporting this show. You have a lot of shows to choose from. You are stretched thin, I'm sure, and being pulled in a million directions. I'm th- really grateful that you chose to support this show. and it, it means the world, and I will do the best I can, as long as I can, to help make this country worthy of everyone who's ever sacrificed who's who's ever gave their life for this country sacrificed are laying in their cold early graves because they they were i don't know told at least that there was something bigger than a personal than an individual life that there, was a, there were bigger factors in play. And one of those was leaving a democratic republic to the next generation. Oh, brother. So, thank you. Thank you so much for all, all of your support, really. And everybody, welcome Nina to the family. Yeah. So, Nina, if you're hanging around, go to YouTube and take a bow in the chat room because people are like big round of applause for Nina. Thank you, Nina. So you're really they're they're thanking you. So you should really go over there and see it. Alright, guys, guys. So let's get back to what's going on. This morning at 1 a.m. Twitter tweeted out that he has the coronavirus. Well he he tested positive for COVID. And i i was sleeping i don't know then i woke up sometimes you know you wake up and you're bleary-eyed and i turn on the news that's what i do first first thing i can't not look away and uh i can't look away not can't not look away and there's uh the chiron trump tests positive for COVID, and i honestly was pleased. It couldn't have happened to a nicer con man. It couldn't have happened to a more deserving con man. So, what is concerning me, and also why I'm thankful for all the patrons we have, and encourage everybody to please follow suit, support the real liberal media, but anyway, here comes the bullshit. Now, let's all excuse the 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 years well the, the years of lies but the months and months and months of bullshit that have put have helped put 200 and nearly 10,000 we're up to if you can believe it 210,000 Americans dead in 3 months from the super spreader trump We wouldn't be in this position. We wouldn't be the COVID capital of Earth if not for him. So he has the coronavirus. Good. I'm not saying he has to die, but maybe he'll wake the F up. And maybe somebody will be saved. One of his dotard idiots cheering without a mask standing shoulder to shoulder with the rest of the Nazis in the Nuremberg rally, maybe they'll understand. Maybe they're the one who's going to wake up and realize that they, they're being played, that they're being lied to. And the corporate media, which, you know, we go, we, I like to point out how full of shit it is all day, all f and day. I have you watched. Watching uh, the the one the shot of the White House, waiting for Twitler to walk into the f- helicopter. Talking about how well. Let's play one thing just to get us going here. Okay, here we go. Let's. This is from MSNBC earlier.
2: Your children and my children, their safety depends on having a president who's 100 percent able to respond to a disaster or some kind of a military attack. And the other thing is that one month from now, our voters are going to vote for or against Donald Trump for reelection. They deserve to know exactly what kind of physical condition he is in, and they certainly deserve to know what kind of treatment he's getting Mark Meadows told us almost
1: nothing about those two things. <sighs> Let's listen to the first part again. What, Your this children is a, this and is my a historian. Children. I'm sorry, I didn't pre- premise it. This is a historian. What's the guy's name again? Martin Belt. What? Eh, whatever, I can't remember the guy's name. Somebody can tell me in the chat. What's the guy's name? Oh, whatever. He's a, He's a historian and historian. Yeah, that's it. And he's often on MSNBC. And listen to this bullshit again.
2: Your children and my children, their safety depends on having a president who's 100% able to respond to a disaster or some kind of a military attack. And the other thing is...
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. But we so far we haven't seen that guy. Where, where is he? I'm hoping that we can vote for him in less than a month. Your children and my children deserve somebody who can respond to a disaster or, or a military attack? Yeah, we goddamn do. But that's not Donald Trump. And it never has been. Exactly. Darth on the chat. What? effing military attack exactly who's who's going to well i guess whatever okay there's no uh, nobody's going to be invading this country anytime soon military attack they're going to land the assaults the uh what do you call those uh troop carriers on the beach and they're going to storm the the hamptons i don't know please i wish they would really I wish England would do that. Please take us back. Can we come back, England? I'd like to have—I don't know—I don't care. I'd like—I just need universal health care. That's what we need. Here, listen again.
2: Your children and my children, their safety depends on having a president who's a hundred percent able to respond to a disaster or some kind of a military attack. And the-
1: your children and my children need uh deserve the safety need need the safety yeah if that's the case then what what the hell has he ever been that person what have i missed so now we hear all of the the corporate media right discussing how disgraceful pointing out the disgraceful display the antics of that belligerent 74-year-old con man toddler what he did during the debate acting like an asshole embarrassing us in front of the world and really taking a dump on democracy as a whole that's what he was doing and while well, he's setting up the entire thing for to be stolen we know that we, we went through that last night and we'll we'll keep talking about it because that's not gonna change so that that's uh, what he's up that's what, that's what he's doing. So, your children and my children deserve somebody who is with it enough to respond to a natural disaster. And do what? When has he responded to a natural disaster and been of help? Okay? Can anybody remind me or tell me? Maybe I missed something. He went out to California to help with the, with the forest fires and what did he say Oh, you're, it's all your fault it's all the democrat states they don't know how to rake the forest you gotta go up there and clean the forest he's helping we deserve your children and my children deserve somebody who can keep them safe and respond to a natural disaster or a military attack yeah, we do, but that's not him. So, who gives a shit if he's unconscious in the hospital or he's laying in bed unable to breathe with a high fever? Good! Because maybe he'll shut the F up for a while. He'll stay off Twitter and stop dividing and conquering this nature, nation and stop spreading lies that will kill more people. He is the super spreader. They've done studies and a, a few studies that they and that checked each other's work on it and um, we, as you know Trump is he is. The, not only he's, he's the biggest loser taxpayer, he's the, he's the biggest everything that sucks. He's, the, uh, he's also the ground zero for misinformation. And if not for him, many, uh, many people would still be alive. If not for the lies of the con man. And I don't really appreciate or, um, it really, I don't appreciate the bullshit. I feel, I feel overwhelmed when I hear this shit and I feel despondent listening to it, knowing that here it goes again, the establishment has to work. Their little establishment hearts to, and their little establishment fingers to the bone, and ensuring, what the bullshit game, continues. The gaslighting, continues. Cause this is a gaslighting exercise. If we were a mature, functioning society, what would they they would say? Well, it's uh it, it really is um his own fault not oh poor him thoughts and prayers he did everything but invite the coronavirus to uh, to dinner but, but he, honestly he did that he really did he was tempting the coronavirus he was asking for it and this is a you know the same scumbag who As when it comes to other forms of sicknesses, you know, he'll make fun of you. We saw the other day in the debate how he mocked Hunter Biden's drug addiction while his own son goes on Twitter and goes, well, he goes on media in general and is clearly suffering from drug addiction of some form, otherwise he's sick in another way. Nobody has sunken, hollow, dead eyes, ringed with uh, a, a like red, blood red, bloodshot circles, like a freaking raccoon from hell. Unless they're they're suffering, they're doing drugs. That's it. Please. So he can mock that. He can mock people's addictions, right? All forms of different... uh, Oh, it's a weakness. It's a failing. But... He asked for this. He absolutely did. So I'm, I'm really annoyed at the whole thing. And it really... Honestly, here's the other thing that concerns me. Them... The all the media going working overtime, and Joe Biden's doing it all. They're all doing this. Oh, thoughts and prayers.
3: What, what, you
1: know, you don't have to w- bend over backwards, you don't gotta work so hard to seem so, I don't know, so, so nice to him. Why? Because you know, we, we all know. Just say, I hope you recover, but you know what? You asked for it. If the party of personal responsibility ever took responsibility for their actions, isn't that part of being the party of personal responsibility? Take responsibility. You asked for it. You were begging the coronavirus, basically. You were tempting it. You were taunting it but it's okay when everybody else dies, right? When everybody else gets sick. And the corporate media what's concerning is that they are they're acting they're, they're giving him more um they're making him more presidential than he is. This whole thing instead of focusing on his his filthy disgusting antics the other day at the debate. Now we're, t- now we're, um, we're watching a helicopter, the M- Marine One helicopter outside the White House, waiting for the president, the so-called president, discussing the, uh, the transfer of, pa- the continuation of, pa- I don't know, g- as if, like he, like he matters. Honestly, what has he done that's presidential? I mean, he does have everything at his disposal. He can kill people, he can send a, a hit squads out, he can suck on the federal treasury. You know, he, but he's not a president. He never acted like a president, he's never done anything presidential but there they are again, making him presidential. And instead of just saying the truth, he asked for this, and so did the entire Republican Party. Look at this picture from the Supreme Court, where they announced the Supreme Court. Uh, bitch. Look at them all. You see any masks? Oh, there's one. Two. It's like a, 150 people here. I see two. Two masks. They're all, nobody's social distancing. Look, laughing. See that woman there? Laughing, big mouth open. (laughs) Laughing her ass off, letting all the coronavirus germs fly in and, and fly out. What the F? really he asked for it and so did the rest of them and now of course you um you know what's going on on the right wingers are they're all crying and whining how oh the left wingers are they are they're enjoying this they're wishing harm on the so-called president on our dim fuhrer our dumb leader The same ones who just a couple of days ago, well, they couldn't wait till Ruth Bader Ginsburg's body was cold before they just made the announcement that they were set to destroy her entire life's work. And they couldn't wait till she was in the ground to put this Coney Barry bitch, this lying right-wing fascist freak-ass God damn, Aunt Lydia, Handmaid's Tale nightmare. God, I don't even know nightmare apocalyptic scenario dragging us back to the back alleys. They couldn't wait till she was in the ground before they, you know, had that super spready spreader event. And right now, as we speak, what did Mitch McConnell say? They're moving forward with uh, Coney Barry's bitch assault on uh, decency, dignity, democracy, and the majority. That's what they're doing. Like all, well, like all authoritarian assaults on liberal democracies for time immemorial, this is what happens. It's the minor- minority of uh abusive con men who who have no scruples that don't give a shit that what they're what the of the they don't give a shit about the larger implications of what they're doing I mean, namely destroying the grand experiment they just do it cuz they want power and money and you know that's what they do Oh God, So they're crying about it, but you know you know what? if if let's say it was Joe Biden who had coronavirus, what do you think they would do? Would they be as um, deferential? I wonder. No, they would be s- dancing like they won the Super Bowl, which is what they did after Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. And you know what else they would do? You you know what Twitter would do? He would be in his super spreader rallies, with where nobody wears a mask except behind him. That's for the camera too, because they're even though you know they hate media, they hate the elites, they hate uh, all of uh, the, the liberal, democratic world. Supposedly, they want so desperately to be to be accepted and they would you can be accepted absolutely yeah you could we be accepted you could legitimately win a nobel peace prize yeah you can you could be i don't know you don't have to be a a a backward doltard just don't be a backward doltard that's it that's how you do it don't be a fascist racist freak I don't know. Then you don't have to be so aggrieved that the world keeps evolving without you because you, you keep evolving apace with the world. But they like, that's why they have to wear these masks behind Twitler because, oh, it's PC, PC. You know, that's what Twitler said. Remember when in the, in during these last months, remember when that, that reporter was asking him a question, and he was like, "Can you take the mask off?" And he's like, "No sir i'll uh, I'll speak louder. oh, I can't hear you. Oh yeah, you're trying to be politically correct by wearing a mask he he did that and then how about? though the obituary the that woman who wrote that obituary about her father his only sin was that he believed trump and now he's dead well he's not the only one i just saw a photo that somebody posted online of someone's front yard and it had a biden sign and it also and it said mom died no it said trump Lied. Mom. Died. And then it had the Biden sign. Vote underneath it. So, that's what happens when con men, immoral, lying, psychopathic con men, get a hold of the government. He doesn't give a shit. Who dies? So now we all have to go around the clock about him? This that freak, and they're elevating him, you see. And it makes me sick. Why not just say he asked for it? Oh, he's not feeling well now. We this nonstop coverage. He's running a temperature. Oh, but he's in good spirits. Who the hell believes anything that's coming out of that White House? You can't trust it. They have completely bankrupted the currency of truth. It's over. And today, here's, look, and they don't even make, they don't even learn from their own mistakes, which makes them idiots, you see? Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Smart people learn from their own mistakes. And idiots never learn. So here's Kaylee McEnany. She came out. Well, she was passing to go to her job, being a America-hating propagandist, and had a word. Had the press was asking her questions, and here the here it is.
4: I um, encourage you to ask the question before you report because I had no awareness I of um, Hope. No, not you, but I'm saying others who reported it falsely. Um, I had no knowledge of Hope Hicks positive test before the briefing. Are
1: you wearing a mask indoors yes. 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 from now on? You hear that shit? She's all, oh, she's uh, butt hurt again. Well, I only say that because Republicans, they love that statement. Butt hurt. Oh, what are you, butt hurt? So irritating because it's also homophobic in some form. You know they're trying to be, uh, well, I'm not trying. That's what it is. They're homophobic, so they say, "Oh, you butthurt." So she's she's scolding them for reporting that Hope Hicks had coronavirus, and she's saying, "Oh, well, I didn't know. You should ask me before you report this false news." Um, I encourage
4: you to ask the question before you report because I had no awareness I of um, Hope. No, not you, but
1: I'm saying others who reported it falsely. What? What's false? The only reason we know about what what happened. We don't, the only reason we know about Hope Hicks is because the press reported it. The fascists were trying to hide it as they do because the dim Führer could never be sick He's a Superman. And her, oh, she, this arrogant, condescending. I, I encourage you to ask me before you report false news. How, why would we ask you before we report news? Because if, if we wanted to report false news, that's what we, we would ask you. The liar who stands up there in the White House press room and spews nothing but lies. A, a whole lo- litany in a history, in a string of White House press room liars. Sarah Huckerby, Sander, Hucksterby, Sanders, Sean Spicer. This is the largest inauguration crowd ever. Remember that? Oh, now he's on... Dancing with the stars, or whatever. Everybody's hey, nothing, no harm, no foul. You can have fun in fascism. The lovable propagandist. It was like it's like um, if Ger- Goebbels was on, the masked singer or something. We have a a society that. Uh, I I'm trying to phrase it correctly There, the society that we this fucked up see that's why i can't i can't right i keep saying i'm not gonna curse but it it's it comes out this <clears throat> this society that we live in is so full of shit and it has a vested interest in i guess it's legitimizing itself in some form by pretending that, oh, let's behave normally. This is how we would normally behave if we had a normal president who fell ill, right? We would report it around the clock. We would get regular updates. We would watch the the friggin' helicopter. We would be concerned about uh, a cohesive power i don't know we would be we would wonder what do we do if trump falls if the president is ill and he can't execute his duties has he already invoked the 25th amendment has he brought in pence and have they briefed nancy pelosi as if this is normal as if they're normal what have they done you know, uh, I think we'll survive with without, I mean, who's going to sit on the toilet and tweet lies about coronavirus if Trump is incapacitated? Who's going to do that? Who's going to spread more misinformation if Trump is uh, unable to do it? Don't worry. Oh, they'll they'll find willing co-conspirators to fill his place. That's for sure. But let's not kid ourselves, everyone. Corporate media, stop, please, stop, stop gaslighting the entire civilization by pre- by pretending that this is a real president who will will be missed. His leadership will be missed? He's not a leader. In fact, we know by the Olivia Troy lady who, who uh, how come everyone who leaves the White House, no one leaves that White House praising them. But she's another one who leaves the White House and says he was a goddamn roadblock to progress, to doing anything good for the country. He was a hindrance. Like I say, the goddamn albatross around our national necks, all of them, including the corporate media. Why? What is the vested interest in pretending that we're going to miss his leadership? That there's any leadership to miss? What leadership? Guys, what what leadership are we going to miss? Somebody being called a fat pig? We're going to miss uh, what? The the calls to inject ourselves with bleach? The mockings the, of the masks? Uh, it, it was going on during the debate. He was mocking Joe Biden for wearing a mask.
5: I don't have. To, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking two hundred feet away from it. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen.
1: And look at Joe Biden standing there laughing. What are you laughing at? When I was watching these clips and going through the the debate again, I mean, I know, right? That's why I ask you to be a patron. Because really, come on please help <laughs> it, make it worth it at least make us make it make us help us grow and at least we can get this word out we have to endure this shit but he, i was watching the the debate again you know i was watching different clips and it was really annoying listening to joe biden laugh at him But it doesn't... I I know, Stephanie on the chat said, he's laughing at Trump's stupidity. Yes, but it doesn't... It's not coming across that way. In my view, I don't know. Maybe it comes across... What he should have done... Well, we've discussed it. What I think he should have done, what would have been more effective, would would be to not laugh at him and stare at him and be like, is this... Is this all you got? Like, ladies and gentlemen, is this really... The president, the type of president you want? This is a child in a grown man's body. I don't know. But laughing almost made it seem like he was entertaining somehow. And it was nonstop. I mean, except when Joe Biden would jump in and say, would you shut up? We all wanted him to shut up. But let's pretend. Let's fast forward a couple of days. Now he's got the coronavirus that he goddamn deserves. And we're all watching him leave for Walter Reed. You know what's going to happen. All right, let's not get all... He may not die, of course. it's The odds are, of course because of his comorbidities like being obese. and this is the other thing I was listening to the corporate media. They're such liars. They ha- they report the lies that twitler tells and that legitimizes them cuz they're saying he is just shy. They they mentioned his weight. And they were like he is 135 pounds or something like that. I mean uh, yeah, that's what he said. Uh, no, 2 200, 235. 135. And uh, he's just shy of being obese. That's what they said on the corporate media because that's what Trump said. That is what the lying propagandists reported. We know that's a lie. Get the F out of here. He's not just shy of being obese. He's effin' obese. He's technically, literally obese. He's not bound, he's not a muscle-bound man. He is, he's a lumbering idiot with a bad diet, goddammit. Who's never done, he's never broken a sweat. Let him do a push-up. Let me see him do one, one, just one push-up. One sit up. That's all. he Only his exercise is sh- putting hamburgers into his fat face. I'm um, fat shaming him, body shaming him. I don't care. Body sham. Not. It's the truth, though. I'm just saying the truth. He's definitely not just shy of obese. So why report that? Why not say, he says he is five pounds below obese, but, you know, we got eyes. And why not report that instead of such, com- oh, I, I feel such compassion where our hearts and prayers, our thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, let's all pray on twitter pray for trump was trend- trending but most of the tweets that i saw was all were all ironic and then it was reported in the corporate media that pray for trump was trending isn't that lovely not that the content was hey you get what you you get what you ask for If you're eating a shit sandwich, you better believe you ordered it. So nobody um, deserves it more than him. He asked for it. He's got it. But honestly, it may... uh, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about it. Because he's not the first fascist leader that has gotten the coronavirus it's kind of ironic other world leaders let's see well we know Boris Johnson it's all of these right wingers for the most part who don't wear masks who don't believe in science Bolsonaro who else got it there's somebody else his name is escaping me Bolsonaro Boris Johnson now Twitter. All of the all the right-wing freaks. So, this is from CNN. Trump is not the only leader on the world stage to have contracted coronavirus. His positive test, announced in the early hours of Friday, puts him in the company of UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, Brazil's Yarbo, Yar, what's his name? I don't know. Bolsonaro, and Russian Prime Minister Mikhail Mish... of those, Johnson fell the most gravely ill after he tested positive with three nights in intensive care and he admitted on discharge that things could have gone either way for him even after leaving the hospital he's had to spend time recuperating Oh, that's what's going to happen there's going to be many long-term residual effects but What will happen with Twitler? Which is why many people are, they, on Twitter, isn't it sad, though? Think about it. It's really sad that we have to be suspicious. Does he really have coronavirus, or is this a stunt? Now, I don't think it's a stunt, but if he recovers quickly... He will, he will definitely use it to kill more Americans. Just like Bolsonaro is using his recovery to kill more of his countrymen. All of the, the people he pretends to represent. He's t- telling them the same thing. Oh, coronavirus, No, not a big deal. It was like a bad cold. That's what he's saying. So no reason to take any precautions or shut anything down. Don't worry about it. just get back to work. Shut your mouths and hey, it's no biggie. I'm telling you from experience. This is what this is what he's doing. That's what Bolsonaro's doing. That is what Twitter will do. Absolutely. And he will kill more Americans that way. It's almost like they want to kill. Could you imagine if they really wanted to kill Americans, how bad it would be? Maybe they do want to kill. So, well, I guess on some, on some at some point, you have to really kind of say to yourself that, yeah, they do want to kill Americans. It has to be deliberate. It is deliberate when you tell people not to wear masks even during the debate he's sowing more doubt about masks saying that dr fauci even the great dr fauci said that masks were no good now he says they're good so he changes his mind he changed his mind then and you know nobody really knows you look at this you look at that you look at that like nobody's ever seen look at here look at there oh he makes me sick You look at this, look at that, when you look at it here, when you look at that, when you look at the, uh, when you look at, how about look at this? Look at, how about you close your eyes and and, and never look again? Look at the, when you look at this, you look at, oh everybody knows, everybody knows, that's another one. Oh, it's really bad really really bad like nobody's ever seen all of this corruption like no one's ever seen you all know you saw what they did oh it was so bad but we caught them we caught them very strongly and they were like yeah all of this what what, what did you do who what'd you see what's it what's it called What'd you do? Who is it? Huh? What? You just fill in the blanks. Well, you don't have to really explain anything in fascism. Just like, oh, you know. And then the entire audience of Trump I guess they're too stupid. They don't know that they're being played. And I guess because they're all a bunch of sheep, they don't want to be like, what the hell is he talking about? Can somebody explain to me what he's supposedly referring to? And they were like, oh, they you know what they were saying? I don't fucking know. You, you ask them. You put them, you put a simple question to them, and they don't know. I've done this before, too. People have said things to me like, I know, I think I was telling you, a friend of mine who said, oh, I don't like Nancy Pelosi. And I said, why? That's it. Because he was, he listens to Mark Levin. Not, there's a Mark Levin who is a progressive. Wait, am I right? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, what's the guy's name? Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I'm sorry. I've been saying a lot of wrong names lately. Yeah, Mark Levin. But then there's another one who's, Whatever. I might be getting the wrong name. Anyway, he listens to that guy, and I've often told him, stop doing that. You're rotting your brain. You're being misinformed. So Nancy Pelosi came up, and this was before the pandemic, of course, because I was with a bunch of people, and there was an article about Nancy Pelosi, and he just said, oh, I don't like her. Yeah, Levin is the lefty. Who is Jim on the chat? Who am I talking about? Not Mark Levin. It's... God, I can't remember his name. He's on... Let me see. I bet you if I looked up right wing or conservative... Conservative radio hosts. Let's see what comes up. Stephen Baldwin, Glenn Beck. No, not one of these. Hmm. So annoying, right? Well, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, Mark Levin. There it is. Mark Reed Levin is an American lawyer, author, and radio personality. He's the host of the syndicated talk show, Mark Levin... On Fox News. Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox News. He worked in the administration of Ronald Reagan and was a chief of staff for somebody. I don't know. It got cut off. And then there's another one. All right, whatever. I am getting way off track. And But the point is, so I said to my friend, why? Why don't you like Nancy Pelosi? And he couldn't he couldn't say anything and I could see he was embarrassed he was like mm, well and I had to explain to him stop listening to that bullshit yeah i I could tell you why I got problems with Nancy Pelosi I think obviously she's not a liberal um her big claim to fame as being a fundraiser and honestly that's part of the problem if money in politics is the root of all evil then what she's doing is adding to the problem yeah okay you gotta fight fire with fire you can't disarm while the war is still on or whatever the hell well she's not asking to get money out of politics she's not demanding that So whatever, I mean she's like eighty something years old, right? Not that that's the problem, but these people, my God! But that's what it is. It's like they don't really know. No, so ask, um, ask them what, what, what did? Why don't you like? Why don't you like? What? and then like, I'm sure if you have conservative friends, you don't. Oh, they say, oh, I hate that Obamacare. I hate that Obamacare. Whatever. Why? Why? Oh, you know, it's... Well, you certainly like all the protections of Obamacare. Well, what they will say is... um, The one that I hear a lot is... Oh, my premiums went up. And, well, we know. We know the retort to that. Because they don't know. Yeah, your premiums went up, dumb-dumb. Because... Freaking Republicans attacked Obamacare, especially, well, that whole, um, what's his name? Marco Rubio asshole. He actually kicked the, the heels right out from under Obamacare by defunding that, um, the money for the risk corridors or whatever that is. You know what I'm talking about with the, that was supposed to, Entice the insurance companies to cover people that had pre-existing conditions and whatnot. Yeah, Levine, Levine. That's it. Ed the first. Somebody's Levine and somebody's Levin. So. All right, guys, before I continue, I want to say thank you. Everybody in the chat. We got a good chat going on. And I also want to thank the Super Chatters. Jim, thank you. Of course, Jim. He's he's like a rock. The rock of Super Chatters. Thank you. Thank you, KT. And Jim again. Thank you, Banterboard, <laughs> who says thoughts and prayers. Yes. And Martin, number one fan emoji. Thank you for hanging out. This is a good way to spend a Friday night after a week of goddamn, goddamn one thing after another. We have to. Well, we have to endure. Honestly, thank God I have this show. For me, I'm just saying personally. Because I would be smashing things in my own apartment here if I had to sit here and listen to the shit that's going on on the corporate media constantly. Just non-stop. Elevating the con man. They're really doing him a um, a real favor there. Forgetting that he shit his pants during the debate. Made a goddamn laughingstock out of this country, as he always does. All of the lies. Yes, Jenny on the chat in... Facebook says, Hightower Mark Levine with an E on the end is a progressive. Yes, that's right. Jim on the Facebook chat says, karma should take its course. Absolutely. He must weigh 235. Well, he says, I think 240 was the cutoff for obesity at his height, apparently. And he also says he's taller than he is. That's another thing. Of course he does. He's a fraud. He's not man enough to be honest about what he is. You know what I mean? He's not man enough to be somebody who's shorter or so-called. Like In his mind, you know, the man, men are tall, big, strong. He's none of those things. He's a f- complete and utter fraud, and he knows it. How do you walk around in life being a fraud? Everything from his hair, from the top of his head to his f- to his bone spurs, feet are a fraud. He's an, he's a complete package of fraud. So that's why, and I am tired of this country because we are, you know, it is our obsession or maybe it's our denial it's the human thing we have denial we have these built-in forgetters of pain but we're supposed to go along with the gaslighting pretend that the system is functioning the way it should be functioning that they're behaving the way that they should behave after they basically open up the door and let the coronavirus in they're like here coronavirus Coronavirus! What I used to call my dog, Tippy! <laughs> when I was growing up. My little Tippy. What a great dog. I'd be like, hey, Tippy! Did <whistles> she come running? That's the coronavirus. Hey, coronavirus! And they let them right into the White House. So. What's, why, why, why do we all have to now sit around and lament and send out thoughts and prayers? I will save my thoughts and prayers for the people he killed, they killed. I'll save them because you know what? You're going to need a lot of thoughts and prayers for the 200 and 10,000 and counting the 1,000 people who died today, I'll save my prayers for them. Not for the freaking dotard, the super spreader in chief. We got to sit there because our country deserves. We're in danger when Trump is not of his full capacities. That's what they were saying. His full capacity because the coronavirus affects your mind, your brain, too. So we got to watch out because he might not be operating at his full capacity. As if he ever was ap- operating at full capacity. He's not operating at a full human capacity. He's not human. There's no full capacity. So let's... um. I, I, Let's stop. I don't care if Donald Trump Jr. and the rest of the fascists start crying. Oh, fake news, fake news. They're picking on us. The truth is what we need. We need the, uh, a democratic republic. A constitutionally limited democratic republic cannot survive without truth. And that's what has to be on the goddamn crawl on the screen. Good. Okay. I'm sorry you got coronavirus, Twitter, but you asked for it. You got it. And the other thing that makes me mad is listening to... Here's another thing where the corporate media is adding. Oh, oh good. Here. I see sean hannity I, w- I just went on twitter speaking of what um i just was asking for and nancy pelosi says actually i did see this earlier this morning maybe she was back on msnbc ask this is on uh, sean hannity's website the, the stupidest person on, in media sean hannity The president's brazen behavior was an invitation for COVID-19. Aw, poor babies, they're hurt. It hurts when they hear the truth. Nancy Pelosi is saying the truth. What is wrong with that? You know, these are the same people that would say, Hunter Biden's brazen behavior made him a drug addict. Well, he didn't have to pick up drugs. Right. So he asked for it. He called. He invited it in. So we should have no sympathy for him. There's no accolades, for or pats on the back. For somebody who gets clean off of something they shouldn't have been doing in the first place. So, and I'm speaking from you know you know my history. So, but that's what they do. That's what they say. They spread the ignorance, they spread the um, misinformation about addiction because it can be vilified, and they get a bang for their buck. But, well, if any of them had addiction, would be like, oh, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. I'm so proud of you for handling your addiction, for being courageous. And then behind the scenes, they'd be like, what a loser. But, yeah. Look, Nancy Pelosi, good for her. The president's brazen behavior was an invitation to COVID. What did she say? That's not the truth. There, anybody? Here's on this. is, this is Sean Hannity's website, so we know we're walking into a minefield of bullshit. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi weighed in on front and on Friday on the president's positive diagnosis for COVID saying his behavior was a brazen invitation for something like this to happen. Yeah. It's sort of like when you drive drunk or yeah, stuff like that. You're asking, are you walking a tightrope. You know what I mean? You walk a tightrope in galoshes during the rain. And then be like, yeah, well, uh, they fell and broke their neck, but they were walking a tightrope in slippery galoshes during a rainstorm. Aw, oh, poor boo The president's brazen behavior was an invitation for COVID. Oh, Aw, that must hurt the truth. The truth really hurts poor boo boo (laughs) so I always pray for the president's family shut up I'm so sick of that I'm prayerful go be prayerful in your closet please We pray like we pray for everyone and pray and pray and pray. We're praying and praying. That the big pray, pray cloud being pray, 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 pray. Shut the F up. We're praying. I'm prayerful. We pray, pray, pray. You know, because we're prayerful, prayerful, prayerful. Prayerful. We have praise, praise, prayer, prayer, prayer. I know he'll have the best of care. That's true. Unlike the American people. This is another thing that pisses me off. Oh, guess what? The tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator envy, and con man with a fake university, the one who was the biggest loser of all American taxpayers, the one who lied about bone spurs, because he didn't want to be one of those losers who wore the uniform of the country. He's going to have the best of care at taxpayer expense. Don't worry about it. And we're all going to have to, oh, well, this is another thing that we're saying. They're all, um, of, especially because of who he is, you know, the less vote getting con man who we need. What are we going to do? It's power. We we need our leader. What would we do if our leader's incapacitated and can't tweet lies about COVID-19? What would we do if our leader was incapacitated and couldn't tweet lies about mail-in voting? What would we do? We would be lost without our leader. Thank God we have the uh, all that um, power shit. You know, everyone that that line of succession that we would have a not just peaceful, but there would be a cohesive and unbroken chain of power. Who cares? So, oh, is uh, Mike Pence? Are they making? Are they taking precautions? For Mike Pence? So Mike Pence can be our Dim fior dumb leader? Because we need him. We need somebody who can get up there and look very concerned about bu- the bullshit he's spewing. We need somebody.
0: America's meat.
1: Yeah, that, that will warn us about the real... Dangers here in the United States.
0: We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's
1: meat. That's right. We need somebody who will set us straight. Keep us safe from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris who want to cut America's meat. Meat. America's meat. What would we do? What are we going to do if he's incapacitated and he can't get on Twitter and start calling uh, Nancy Pelosi Nervous Nancy. What would we do? What are we gonna do if he's gonna if he if he can't get on Twitter and lie, and praise Putin? What are we going to do, everyone? So, Nancy Pelosi tweeted, going into crowds unmasked. And all the rest was sort of a brazen invitation for this to happen. Yeah. Yes. And what's wrong with that, Sean Hannity? Look, I just opened this link. The Washington Examiner. Another right-wing cesspool. They're so hurt. They're fragile little snowflakes who can't take the truth. Oh, it... She's 100% correct. It wasn't. Madam Speaker, I can only
3: imagine what a busy morning you're having. Thank mm. you for joining us. I want to start with your reaction to the news that the president and the first lady have tested positive for coronavirus. Well, of course, as with everyone, we all receive that news with great sadness. I always pray for the president his family that they're safe. Uh, I continue to do so more intensified. And I know that he'll have the best of care and that's what we want for everyone in our country. Yeah, that's uh, I good. hope this good, will be good a, a, a moment where people will understand uh, that what we have in our heroes, Bill, and have had in, in our conversations over and over is we must have testing, tracing, treatment. We must have spatial distancing. We must be wearing our masks. We must have sanitation because it can help crush the virus and stop the spread. So maybe now that people who see the president of the United States with all the protection that he has and the first lady still having this exposure, it might be, as you say, a learning experience. But more than learning, it has to be something that is acted upon. This is tragic. It's very sad. Yeah. But it also is something that that. Uh, Again, uh, going into crowds uh, unmasked and all the rest was sort of a a, a brazen invitation for something like this to happen. sad that it did, uh, but nonetheless hopeful uh, that it will be a transition to a saner approach to what this virus is all about.
1: I thought that was a pretty damn good statement. Pretty perfect, frankly. Like a perfect phone call to bribe and strong-arm the Ukrainian president into opening an investigation on your political rival using taxpayer money, of course. You know, impeachable offenses, treason. But, yeah, I thought that that was a pretty damn good statement. So, of course, anything that that is truthful, anything that's really truthful and prayerful, the Republicans can handle. Let's see what I'm trying to. Here's the Washington examiner's string here. Let's see what the response is. Does Pelosi, Pelosi's staff know to tell her Trump doesn't actually get anywhere near crowds at his rallies? All the excuses, right? They clearly have never watched one. He's six feet away from them at all times. Excuses, 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 excuses. How about when they went up uh, on the plane on Air Force One and they're all one after the other walking up the stairs with Hope Hicks who has coronavirus and who the hell else knows else. And they all touch those handles. Nobody's got a mask. It doesn't matter if he's six feet away. First of all, we don't know everything about the coronavirus. It's a new virus, you know, because it came from some disgusting slaughter wet market, which is vile. And, well, whatever. You know how I feel about that. So we're in this boat because some fucker, well, because of the abuses, abusive ways we treat animals and eat them frankly and we don't treat them with decency. A wet market that's disgusting. It's wet with blood. that's what that means. Wet market. Well anyway, they they're such uh, they are infants really. Adolescents, oh, uh, nonstop excuses. They never take responsibility. It reminds me. Well, it reminds me of me when I was a kid. Or any kid, frankly. Well, you know they do it. I didn't do it like I, Johnny did it. I no. I'm everything is. I, I'm perfect. I did it correctly. And then you get corrected by your adult caretakers, you know, because they know better. They have life. They have wisdom. They've lived. And you're an immature, you know, person trying to navigate, negotiate, and grow up. But that's what happens. You can't really fault kids because they grow up. You don't give kids... Power. You don't make them the president. There really should be some kind of test for emotional ma- maturity, not just intellectual maturity, frankly. Emotional maturity. He's an emotional cripple with a party of emotional monsters. What a hellhole they live in. And they inflict that hellhole outwards. They're trying to make this whole country, this whole world, a hellhole that reflects their hellish vision of life and fearful, scary, tiny, ugly, divisive, stupid, brimming over with excuses, excuses, excuses. Honey, you failed. Does Pelosi staff know to tell her that Trump doesn't actually get anywhere near the crowds at his rallies? They clearly have never watched one. He's six feet away. So they also know that, well, who sets up the podium up there? Who sets up the stage? Human beings, right? And when you breathe, they know that it hangs in the air so he could be walking right into it it doesn't matter i don't care if he walks i really want him to live in a in an enclosed space that is brimming with coronavirus frankly he needs to but these it, these people are pathological the excuses the range you project virus-laden droplets increases with the velocity of your breath, which is why sp- playing sports, singing, yelling, and cheering, especially in enclosed spaces, increases the risk of infection and transmission. Somebody responded to this dumb bitch, but... Oh my God. Like going into a closed public salon without a mask? Oh, snap! does she ever really hear the crazy when she speaks no you don't hear the crazy when Twitter speaks though that's the crazy Nancy Pelosi didn't say a god thing that was crazy a goddamn thing that was crazy she said the truth that's what's so crazy to them the truth is insane to them brazen what did she say that's wrong that's another thing that right-wingers they'd never like for example like that dumb bitch we we went through the um the saga of natasha assa <laughs> don't worry we won't we're leaving it we're leaving it behind and she also exhibited the hallmarks the of a trump and Z, of course they, the traits that they all have in common, is uh, is ignoring the truth, never really addressing it. They'll just say lies, just lies. Everything is a lie. Tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator, envying, con man with a fake university, lies. Well, what's a lie? Which one? Point it out, please. If if that's not the truth we'd like to address it and correct it no lies 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 lies
3: It's a cult. The spread. So maybe now that people who see the president of the United States with all the protection that he has and the first lady still having this exposure, it might be, as you say, a learning experience. But more than learning, it has to be something that is acted upon. This is tragic. It's very sad. But it also is something that, that... Uh, Again, uh, going into crowds uh, unmasked and all the rest was sort of a a, a brazen invitation for something like this to happen. Sad that it did, uh, but nonetheless hopeful uh, that it will be a transition to a saner approach to what this virus is all about. Madam Speaker,
1: that is a mature statement. That's why the Republicans can't handle it. She's saying, yeah, he brazenly invited coronavirus into his life. Maybe now people will learn from it and we can move forward without killing as many people as we might have if Twitler never ever, you know, got this goddamn thing. Make some lemonade out of the lemons. Does she ever hear the crazy that
6: she speaks?
1: No, we don't hear it. We really don't. That's not... What she said isn't crazy. It's the truth. But here we... We got the whataboutism. Like going into a closed salon? Oh, yeah! You got it! Drop the mic! Right, winger? Now, let's all die. To prove a point. Let's not ever wear masks because Nancy Pelosi... Went into a closed salon to get a haircut. That's not right. What a hypocrite. So wrong. Now let's all go and not wear a mask and stand shoulder to shoulder and touch our faces. Because Nancy Pelosi went into a salon. It's like the same. That's their excuse for burning the. Imp- doing nothing about climate change. Al Gore rides in a plane, so let's do nothing about climate change, about the melting Arctic. Just to prove a point, see, I'm not doing a goddamn thing. It's all uh, for right wingers. There's another thing about them—they that annoys me besides everything. I mean, not just the noise. If they were a, a, a mosquito's annoying, you know, they are beyond annoying. They're 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 dangerous they're monstrous if only really if only it only if only it affected them nothing seems to get through though they never seem to learn from experience and that is the mark of an adult you grow up you learn You have life experiences. Other people have experience. You learn from those experiences. You change your behavior. But yeah, they will have this whole planet burn. And be like, well, you were in a salon. Their their whole family could have coronavirus. Their mama could be dead. Their daddy could be dead. Well... Nancy Pelosi, she went to a beauty salon, you see? What a hypocrite. And what I say to these right-wingers all the time, because they annoy me beyond, well, like I said, if only it was just annoyance, is that, don't worry, right-wingers. We're not asking you to do anything. We would never expect a right-winger to do anything positive to help their country. Of course, we would never ask you to inconvenience yourself in any way or to sacrifice yourself or to put on a mask, even in the slightest way. So they're constantly looking for an excuse not to give a shit or to do anything for anybody else but themselves. So don't worry, right wingers. You have never done anything for anybody but yourselves. So sit down, shut up. It's okay. We will keep moving on. We will do things. We will, the progressives, the normal people, the patriots, the real patriots, the ones who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society and will put on a mask to help their fellow Americans. If that's all it is, I got to wear this mask? that's annoying yeah it's not whatever you could wear it i wear my goddamn mask riding my bike wear it wear your mask you stupid idiots but we're in this boat because they don't want to they wouldn't do the slightest little inconvenience they wouldn't cross the street They wouldn't, I don't know, pick up their, uh, a newspaper, I don't even know, the smallest, little, they wouldn't go out of their way, even in the slightest, because they, that's what they think, uh, that's their American prerogative, is to do nothing for anybody else but themselves, to be a selfish prick, that's. That's the American dream to them. That's the, uh, what makes them, the uh, free, free. That's what it is. I'm free. See, you can't make me wear a mask. I'm free. Even though I don't care if it's going to save you or me, <laughs> I'm i uh, I'm free here. Well, that sounds like a traitor. Frankly, that's what Benedict Arnold did. He betrayed the country. Well, he was passed over for promotion and he felt like he wasn't getting his due. So he betrayed the country. But that's a but right wingers betray the country every single day. Not wearing a mask. It's the simple you could it's the simplest thing. Just wear a goddamn mask. We would not have lost nearly uh, i mean we've had, what is it 210,000 and they said if he, we had worn a mask and stayed in and obeyed the social distancing in the beginning it would not have gotten out of hand like this we would have not we would not have lost 100,000 people those there would have been 100,000 people I mean, others would have still succumbed to the virus but we wouldn't have had the level of needless death needless death that should be their tagline there's going to be needless death and it's not going to end well it's getting cold in here I have the AC on. It's not that cold out. I mean, hot. But it gets hot when I'm doing the show. Oh my God. But that's it. They're not patriots. They're not. They're not free. Free. What, what is freedom to these idiots? Freedom is not giving a shit about anybody else but themselves. Prove me wrong. I'm going over. Let me see. I got to look on. Let's see who's on Facebook. Let's see if Newton Huff is here. Nope. Nope. He's not here. Newton Huff. Another one. Maybe he has coronavirus. I don't know. Could be. Where's my Tara Jr. Jr. by the way? I have no idea. But that's what it is. Anyway, like I was saying, they are not patriots. And it's time that we all, you know, get uh, get a clue, get a grip. Call it what it is. But you see the, the media, the establishment, Nancy Pelosi, all of the establishment have a vested interest in keeping us, the sheeple, um, deluded and gaslit. That yeah, don't worry. This is a functioning system. See, doesn't it doesn't matter that we have a con man who is lying about mail in vote and is signaling that he's going to steal the election or at least try. And he acted his antics his antics during the debate. Were an international disgrace. Two days later, because he gets the the corona, not two days. When was the debate? Three. Days, who cares? Whatever. A couple of day, a few days later, because he he got the coronavirus. Now he's a president. It's a what this is is the consequences of his actions. He's not a president now. He's a president. See, everybody, let's act like he's a president. On the corporate media, they're saying how it's sort of like when Ronald Reagan got shot. No, it's really not. Because Ronald Reagan wasn't saying, hey, 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 shoot me. He didn't invite the shooter, you know, into his sphere and go, hey, guy you going to shoot or not? Jesus. I, the whole society has a vested interest in legitimizing the Republican fascist party, just like the Weimar Republic in Germany had a vested interest in legitimizing the Nazis. It's the truth. They did more for the Nazis than the Nazis could ever have hoped for. They made they gave the Nazis power. They brought them to power. You know, Hindenburg all, everything that the Nazis did after well what after uh, Hitler came out of prison. it was all legitimate. it was all through. The elections and the law, but the uh, von Hindenburg was the best thing that ever happened to the Nazi movement. The Nazi takeover of the uh, of a perfectly decent republic. They had a, It's it's so similar in so many ways. It's definitely frightening and no you're not seeing things they are openly destroying this country because look here's the other thing while this well they're destroying democracy they're destroying the constitutionally limited democratic republic they have no they have no respect for process or norms whatever they say norms you should be alarmed Twittler violated another norm. He crossed another line. He's he's blown up another norm. It's not a norm. God damn! Every that's a norm. You then start reporting it because you know why? We watched when we watched the debate, and you saw um, you saw Chris Wallace the way he was behaving, saying, "Um, Mr. President, Mr. President, don't worry, Mr. President. You're going to like this. Settle down, Mr. President. You're going to like this. All, All throughout the night he was doing that. That's what you do to an abusive husband, father, lover, whatever, son, daughter. You end up being complicit in your own demise hey here, here, here. you just because you don't want to fight you don't want to get abused so you go along to get along settle down settle down mr president you're going to like this i promise you i promise you're going to like it S- settle 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 that's normal and he's like leaning on the podium okay like l- let me let me see let me hear You promised, Mr. President, you agree to these rules. What is this? You know, Johnny, you said you wouldn't eat those cookies. And here you are, you know, with cookie crumbs falling down your chin. But that's what happened in in every fascist takeover. Because human beings, they, they want to, they don't want confrontation. So it, anybody who can violate, that has no scruples, that has no standards, people let them get away with it. Just like in those meetings in the White House that Olivia Troy or whatever is to, to, told us about, how he would come busting in like goddamn Bigfoot screaming and ranting and hijacked the meeting over something he saw on Fox News. They're talking about the coronavirus, and he wants to talk about that that they were mean to him. Someone said something true on Fox News, and who's going to get on the phone and handle this? And you know what should happen if this was a functioning society that was filled, that if it was the land of the free and the home of the brave? The brave would all get up, every single person in that meeting would get up and say, Shut the fuck up, you effing con man. We have a pandemic on our hands. People are dying. Sit down and shut up. And if he says, you're out here, who are you talking to? I'm the president. Then they all, the entire West Wing, gets up and walks out. And then that's a big story. That Would stop the goddamn con man. But it takes unity. And they don't. We don't have that. Because we have enablers. So when one or two trickle out. And they go in front of the. They finally tell the tales. Of the horrors going on in there. Of the crazy town. Oh they're fake. They're disgruntled. Everybody's disgruntled. Why are you making so many disgruntled people coming out of your um, your place of employment? Yeah, that's a telltale sign. There's something wrong when so many people are leaving, and in any business, you would say, "I thought this big business. He's such a great businessman. Great business. I uh, made big, big, big deals. Great." Um, Company I built a billion dollar company that I paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in tax on because I was the biggest loser. What? He didn't build anything. So, if you you're a great businessman, why is everybody walking out? well, well not everybody, but now they trickle out. They're all disgruntled. Why do you make so many disgruntled employees? But that's what should have happened. All of the entire staff of the West Wing, all of them, should have been like, this is unacceptable. All of them. She comes out, one, one person comes out saying, you can't believe what's going on in there. We're trying to save lives, and this baboon busts in and is worried about what something somebody said on TV about him not about the coronavirus he's not busting in because he heard some outrageous lie about the coronavirus and it's so dangerous that he might that people might die like some dumb asshole who tells them to inject bleach into their veins You know, if he saw something or somebody telling them don't wear masks or maybe someone was tweeting, liberate Virginia, liberate Michigan during the lockdown. And he came busting in saying, what is this? We're trying to lock it down so we can open it up. We need to do this to get the virus under control. Anybody breaks this lockdown. We're done. This is going to linger into 2022 if that happens. No, he's not busting in about that. He's busting in because somebody said something that he didn't like on TV, which means he's a liar. I mean, well, which means, well, he's a liar. That's the stupidest. Yeah. Did you guys know that Trump was a liar? Which... Means that they told the truth about him, and he <clears throat> he can't handle it. Let me hear, wait. Hold on, Tara Junior. I might have to get up in a minute and take a two second break because I think I locked Tara Junior Junior in the bedroom. Let me see. Maybe I could play a video. Maybe I'll take a break actually. I don't ever take breaks, but I need some more coffee. And you can hear my voice is raspy because we've been screaming. And let me find, I'm going to find one of these breaks and I'm going to take a break because I think I, I hear Tara Jr. Jr. and he's meowing. So I'm thinking I must have shut the door on him and left him in the bedroom. Let me see. and i I can't leave him in there. He's sad, you know he's going get me out of here what am I doing in the bedroom where the action's out there? let's see mm, I'm trying to f- I haven't done a break in forever so I don't have anything that's new. So I'm going to play this break that <laughs> goes back to August. I don't know what's on it. I'm sure it's the Green News Report, and I'm sure it's um, Labor History, and two. But yeah, it's we stopped doing breaks during the main Terror Buster show, so I stopped making the the break. The breaks. These are the breaks break it up break it up break it up Take down so yeah this is eight minutes an eight minute break so what we'll do is i will play it and we will we'll meet back here in eight minutes my name is tara devlin let's do it right thank you for hanging out this is tara buster unapologetic liberal talk while we're on the break go get your coffee go get your tea and meet us back here. And if you can be become a patron. You could use that time to become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And yeah. I'll see you very, very soon. Eight minutes.
2: Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report.
6: Tonight in California, fires burning at both ends of the state. Extreme weather broils the United States.
0: More and more glaciers are falling into the ocean.
6: Greenland ice sheet potentially hits point of no return, study warns. Plus, Trump administration officially opens pristine Arctic National Wildlife Refuge to oil drilling.
0: All of those disappointments and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad
6: Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen.
0: Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Mr. President, let me ask you about a breaking news story from the Wall Street Journal. They say the Trump administration plans to open up part of the pristine Arctic National Wildlife Refuge to oil drilling. What can you tell us about that?
5: Well, we're looking at different things. We may or may not do it. Uh, we did do Anwar,
0: as you know. Uh, Mr. President, Anwar stands for Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. You didn't know that, did you? you know, I hate to say it. In theory, I should go down as a great environmental president. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, 2020 has brought us a global pandemic, a plague of locusts, murder hornets, and now out here in California, fire tornadoes.
6: <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed it has. But more on that in a moment. First, an update on global temperature records. Europe's climate service had ranked July 2020 as the third hottest July ever recorded. But they were wrong? Yeah, not really. NASA and (laughs) NOAA, using a different data set, have announced that July 2020 was the second warmest July since record-keeping began in the mid-1800s.
0: See, NASA and NOAA fudging the data.
6: The six warmest Julys have all occurred in the past six years. We also have the earliest 11th named storm ever recorded in the Atlantic hurricane season. Tropical storm Josephine, now spinning safely away from the U.S., beat 2005's Hurricane Katrina by 10 days due to unusually warm and in some areas record warm oceans. The U.S. is enduring an outbreak of wild, extreme weather. 75,000 Iowa residents are still without electricity more than a week after that derecho, mm. a wall of severe storms hundreds of miles long, knocked out power during a heat wave. It also destroyed 13 million acres of Iowa's corn crop.
0: And for folks who don't know, a derecho is just a huge, like a, like a hurricane in the middle of nowhere.
6: A hurricane on land. Yep. An exceptionally intense heat wave in the West is generating hazardous smog pollution and exacerbating wildfires in Colorado, Utah, and California, forcing emergency planners to scramble to arrange safe shelter for fire evacuees amid a pandemic. In Northern California, a massive wildfire spawned fire tornadoes, literally tornado force winds caused by the fire. And California's Death Valley National Park appears to have hit 130 degrees Fahrenheit on sunday if confirmed that would be the new highest ever reliably recorded temperature on the planet
0: Uh, i'm pretty sure that we should have a twilight zone episode just name it 2020
6: In Arizona, crucial southwest monsoon rains have failed to appear. Phoenix is embroiled in its hottest summer on record to date. And yes, all of these consequences of heat are directly linked to man-made global warming, according to CBS News meteorologist Jeff Berardelli.
4: You know, climate change is definitely contributing uh, to this heat wave. In fact, the West is warming faster than pretty much any other place in the United States.
6: Meanwhile, a new study warned late last week that, as predicted, the Greenland ice sheet is now out of balance, losing more ice into the ocean every year than it gains from snowfall. The study warns that if the rate of ice loss continues to accelerate, the ice sheet will reach a point of no return. But that tragic outcome depends on choices we make today and whether governments choose to cut greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous global warming. That's according to glaciologist Harry zecolari of Delft University in an interview with France 24.
0: It's clear that there's too much ice being lost and so there's no equilibrium. But of course, what we're going to do today and the actions that we're going to take will have a big influence on the future evolution.
6: Also in the Arctic Circle, on Monday, the Trump Interior Department released final plans to open up more than a million acres of the pristine Arctic National Wildlife Refuge to oil and gas drilling, overturning five decades of protection for the largest remaining stretch of wilderness in the United States. Native American tribes and environmental groups have already promised to sue to stop the drilling.
0: And Donald Trump doesn't even know that Anwar is the Arctic National
6: Wildlife Refuge. Finally, in Alaska's North Slope, where man-made global warming is rapidly melting permafrost, oil giant ConocoPhillips plans to use massive industrial chillers to keep the Arctic tundra frozen beneath its roads and oil drilling pads, literally, to refreeze the soil so that they can continue drilling for the oil that is causing the warming, that in turn is causing the permafrost to melt beneath their feet. Irony is dead in 2020.
0: For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to or didn't want to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report.
7: I'm Rick Smith. And this is Labor History in Two. (laughs) On this day in labor history, the year was 1839. That was the day that the Amistad sailed into Long Island, New York. The Amistad served as a Spanish slave ship. Fifty-three captives, led by an enslaved rice farmer by the name of Joseph Sink, had revolted against their captors and taken control of the ship. They came from what is now Sierra Leone, Africa. They had endured the brutal middle passage on a Portuguese slave ship, the Tacora. They had landed in Havana, Cuba, where they were transferred to the Amistad. From there, they were supposed to sail to a Cuban sugar plantation. The transaction was illegal. Most of the major slave destinations in North and South America had outlawed bringing in newly enslaved people. But since existing slave labor was still used in these areas, the illegal slave trade continued. On July 2nd, the African captives escaped their chains and set upon their captors before they could load their guns. They killed the ship's captain. The Africans demanded to be returned to Sierra Leone. The U.S. Navy intercepted the Amistad as it sailed up the U.S. coast. The Africans were thrown into prison and charged with murder. The case garnered national attention and made it all the way to the United States Supreme Court. Former President John Quincy Adams presented the defense for the accused. The court found in favor of the Africans. 35 were returned home. The others had died while incarcerated or at sea. The Amistad became the subject of a 1997 film by Steven Spielberg. And while the Amistad became famous, it was not the only one. Similar uprisings were attempted on hundreds of slave ships during this era. Labor History in Two, brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and the Rick Smith Show. For more information, go to laborhistoryin like us on Facebook, and follow us on the Twitters at Labor History in Two.
1: All right. I'm back. We're back. I hope you got your tea, your coffee. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. Or your wine. I don't know. I don't drink, but I understand. My name is Tara Devlin. And this is unapologetic liberal talk. So hanging out. It's also a nice therapy for the resistance. That's what we call it. It really is. We need this. Right? Otherwise... You think you're going insane? At least I do. I know I'm not crazy because you guys are here too. You see this? You see what I'm what what we're, what I see? You see the shit that they're trying to pull? So, yeah, I was as I was getting ready to go back on. I was sitting here looking at my phone. And I got, a, I got a notification. Another GOP senator tests positive. Senator Tom Tillis has tested positive for COVID-19. He is now the fifth person who's attend, who attended the weekend's Amy Coney Barrett event to test positive for the coronavirus. And guess, you think he'll be the last Yeah, Tillis, who attended the White House event on Saturday, is at least the second Judiciary Committee member to test positive for the coronavirus. Senator Tom Tillis um, said Friday that he tested positive for COVID-19, becoming the latest Republican figure to contract the coronavirus. And the second committee member to do so. Tillis is one of at least five people who have tested positive since the virus. For the virus. Since since the virus. I was going to say, since the virus attended the Coney, Amy Coney Barry event. Barrett, whatever the hell. You know, Aunt Amy. I, I got to say three names. Amy Coney Barry. Shut up. Well, I'm going to call her Aunt Amy. I don't want to call her anything. How's that? I want her to get the F out. And go go back where she belongs. Back to the Dark Ages. She'd be more comfortable there. Could you imagine her in the Dark Ages? You know what I would imagine her in the one of those Magdalene laundries? You know what that is from Ireland? Actually, Greg on the chat and the number one Terrorbuster fan. Well, one of the number one Terrorbuster fans sent me an article on Discord about the Magdalene laundries. He was like, oh, have you ever heard of this? And I said, yes, I have. In fact, it's a pretty damn famous case in Ireland. And for those who don't know, it is in Ireland, the Catholic Church opened up these homes for wayward women where they would... Um, so it's not even wayward women, you know, now it's all coming out. They could have been pretty young and pretty girls that were getting too much attention from boys uh, or they got pregnant or somebody, I don't know, caught them kissing a boy or something like like the stupidest things. And they would send them to these Magdalene sisters. The, it was called the Magdalene... La- and they would put them to work and uh, in a laundry, basically, uh, as slave labor. So years later, so, so a lot of these women, these girls that went there, they ended up giving birth to babies out of whatever, wedlock, which was the sin beyond... That could not speak its name, so um, these children, the babies, are now grown up, and they went looking for their mothers. They never knew their mothers; they were put into foster homes and what, and they were taken away from their mothers. Some of the mothers, some of the children, found their mothers. Some of the mothers were dead, and. Um, they all had horror stories of what they endured in these laundry. This is uh, the Catholic Church, and then they so- they sell they sold the the property. The church sold the property, and when the person or the company, whatever that was, were, started to develop the land that they had bought, the uh, they they discovered mass graves. So, there you go. What what kind of a church has mass graves? And you know, I was raised Catholic, so my mother was a nun. You guys know that. So, um, it's it's incredible. So, what would happen? They would work these young women to death in the Magdalene laundries, and yeah, they had no families. They w- they separated them from their families. A lot of the families. In Ireland at the time, now it's a little different because of things like this. The Irish people have had enough of the Catholic Church. The Catholics, the the Church's hold on Irish um, society in, in general is not as strong as it used to be. It used to be the, the Church was the highest uh, entity there in the hierarchy. In fact, my father told me, too, when... Because my grandparents were from Ireland, and they, the high—I mean, not the, the worst thing they could say to my father when they were really trying to threaten him to behave or whatever was—I'm going to take you to the priest. Because the priest it was above your own mother, your own father. If whatever the priest said, that was law. So, which is why it's so effed up that you know so much betrayal went on in the Catholic church you know they're abusing their power so why did I bring up the Magdalene sisters for some reason I was bringing it up because it's, I oh Aunt Amy that's right <laughs> she would have been one of those nuns if they went if they put her in the Magdalene laundries she would have been like the biggest bitch to beat these young girls and definitely she would be out there digging a mass grave. You know that. Yeah, the Magdalene Asylums here. This is in Wikipedia. Magdalene Laundries, also known as Magdalene Asylums, were institutions run by Roman Catholic orders who operated from the 18th to late 20th centuries. They were a ostensibly a, of, of a house a f- of fallen women, an estimated 30,000 of whom were confined in these institutions in Ireland. In 1993, a mass grave containing 155 corpses was uncovered in the, covenant, in the convent grounds. Why can't I talk? I'm having a lot of trouble talking lately. I blame Nancy Pelosi. She went to a laundry and had her ha- and had her hair cut or something. She did something. And Al Gore flew in a plane. See, in 1993, a mass grave containing 155 corpses was uncovered on, in the grounds of one of the laundries. This led to media revelations about operations of the secretive institution. A formal state apology was issued in 2013. That's because the press, you understand? That's why the press is so vital to a functioning society and why Twitter has to denigrate and devalue it in the eyes of his idiots. If not for the press, this would never have come out. And these women wouldn't ever have found any kind of justice or their or the children that wanted to have justice for their for their mothers who were abused and murdered put in a mass grave by a church that well you know they they were fallen women you see look i'll show you some of them Oh, look at that. What a whore right here. Look at these whores. They cut their hair, made them short. You know, to embarrass them. To shame them. Because they didn't want them looking too pretty, you see. Because that might tempt the boys. The boys never... There were no mass graves or Magdalene laundries for boys because boys could do whatever the hell they want. Girls, though. They had to go into... They were the fallen, but you know absolutely. That's why it pisses me off when I hear even Nancy Pelosi talking about prayerful. This prayerful, prayerful. This. Shut up with the prayerful. You know this is a secular government. Go have your 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 church. Wonderful. Go pray in the closet. Like your damn Jesus... Well, so, excuse me. Like your Jesus told you. I'm not trying to insult anybody, but... I was raised Catholic. Whatever. Like I said. But, come on. This is what happens when you mingle church and state. Well, it's not... I mean, I guess this is what... What... This is mingling. The country, uh, what we have to deal with in this country is the mingling of church and state. Enough already. They have to open up legislative uh, sessions with the prayer, somebody praying. And then they pray. What do they pray? It's so irritating, the prayers, too, because they're always like, dear Jesus, Lord, Of course, it's always Jesus. They're not praying to a secular God, or they're not praying to Mother Nature or the mysteries of the universe. Dear Jesus, please teach these Republicans and these Democrat parties to please let them find unity and cohesion and bipartisan agreement please jesus let them all can't we all just get along jesus please let them pass this bill that will put more money towards faith based education please jesus in the name of bipartisan red white and blue jesus please let them see the error of not uh, being nice. Be nice, like Ellen DeGeneres says. Why can't we all be nice and prayerful when we're praying and lying to everybody and taking money and bringing it into the pockets of the rich? Let's be nice, Jesus. I pray that this legislative body opens up their heart to not being a hundred percent fascist, maybe just 98.6%. My Jesus, in the name of the bipartisanness of that God, Jesus, Lord, and Thomas Jefferson has invested in me, I open this legislative body and I beg the Lord up above, the Lord. Because we are nothing but humble servants to the Lord here in the United States of freedom. Freedom. And even though, what? What are you talking about if we're supposed to be so free? Why do we have a Lord? I don't know. Begging to a Lord? Isn't that something that sort of like what the founders rebelled against? But never mind, Jesus. We just need you, Jesus, to come off that cloud of yours. Why are you always hanging out on the cloud? Always so holier than thou. Sitting up on that cloud, watching all these morons like you're a bunch of ants running to and fro, making sure they can push Amy Coney Barry onto the bench. Please, Jesus. Listen to me, Jesus. The most important thing that we could ever accomplish here in this august body is to be nice. Just be nice to each other while you're ripping and and killing the American people and ripping out every shred of dignity and decency that they could ever hope for in this just small little blip of time that we're sharing together. Jesus, I ask you, As I open this separation of church and state, August legislative body that was founded on the Enlightenment principles, I ask you to please um, tell these public servants that, you know, um, be nice. Because isn't that what's important? Be nice. When you're taking away health care, be nice. And when they have a party in the Rose Garden to strip Americans of health care, please, Jesus, can't we all just be nice? And thoughts and prayers and whatnot. So now, by the power invested in me, by the state of... Twitter Donald Trump Junior Ivanka and Melania I say Booga Bugabaga Bugabiga Baga Boga this August body is open gentlemen start your engines Meat America's meat and get going and pass those laws You know, the laws that make everybody nice. Just pass a law to make everybody nice when they're stripping you of your health care. You know what I mean? At least Donald Trump passed that law that the one who gets the less votes, he gets to inflict his manias on the world. Isn't that amazing? All right, let's get back to the reality and get back to what's important. Like,
0: we're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat.
1: Exactly. America's meat. God help us. All right, let's see who's in the chat. America's meat. Yes. Let's see. Covert White Rabbit says, that's why Catholic parishioners pray to Mary or a saint. You are told that only the priesthood can talk directly to God. Yes. You don't even hear Jesus mentioned all that much. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I was raised Catholic. I went to all the Catholic training. All the CCD, all that crap. I remember, I told you that story when um, I was little. I had to go to CCD my whole life. Catholic, I don't know, I can't remember what it stands for. CCD stands for Confraternity of Christian Doctrine. That's what I did. <clears throat> had to go every Wednesday to CCD my entire life when I was a kid on Saturdays. Oh, God, I remember watching cartoons and my mother come, come on, let's go. CCD, sitting there three hours listening to these fairy tales about America's meat and everything. And I remember we were studying the Bible. And I said to the, they said that Noah lived and we were studying all different Bible stories. I, I think this, we must've been talking about Noah's Ark or whatever or something. The flood, the great flood. Cause I remember saying Noah lived to be 900 years old. I raised my hand. I said, how is that possible? And you know what the teacher said, which I never forget. She said, it's in the Bible, so you believe it. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> and I was a little kid. I must have been about seven or eight. And I remember, I swear to God, saying to myself, that's bullshit. I knew. I was i was out. I was like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm out of this bitch. I'm not down with this. Of course I had to keep going. I had to... Jesus Christ. I had to continue. My whole life up to confirmation and all that other shit. Confirmation. Yeah, I was confirmed. Everybody came to the party. Oh well. America's meat. What are you going to do? All right, thank you all for your Super Chats. Whoever has, who's given you Super Chats? Let me see. I haven't checked in in a while. Jim, KT, and Jim again, and Banterboard, and Martin. Thank you so much. If you can, become a patron, become a patron. At patreon.com slash Who else is here on the chat, on the stream? I think I lost everybody on Facebook and Twitter. Great, great, great. I don't know. Because I was talking about America's meat? Is that why? You don't like it? All right, let's see. I'm looking for this one particular article. Here we go. Study shows that Trump is a super spreader of coronavirus misinformation. Cornell University finds that 38% of media stories, including misinformation, referenced the president... In that context, this is from Aaron Blake in the Washington Post. At Tuesday night, this is before he came out as as pro COVID positive positive man. Finally, something positive from the White House. At Tuesday night's presidential debate, Joe Biden hit President so called President Trump hard on the coronavirus pandemic. Biden noted that Trump has repeatedly said. That the death toll is what it is. And there you go again, right? Another thing. That's what I said. Why not this media? Oh, Trump's got coronavirus? It is what it is. Jesus Christ, why is it on, on a loop? In fact, let me, let's do this. Just for S's and G's. Let's dip in. To see what's going on on mb msnbc right now okay and what do you want to bet let's take bets what are they talking about anybody on the chat they're talking of will they be talking about the arctic shelf melting into the sea the largest piece of uh of, of arctic ice melting splitting off in canada recently or will they be talking about the attempt to steal the election going on so blatantly and are all the other crimes going on how Twitter is a goddamn laughing stock of earth Will they be discussing, I don't know, the the 15 or the 14 characteristics of fascism or how about will they be discussing how democracies die? You think? Or hmm, ah, uh, let's dip in and take a chance. What wrong article? Let's see. No, that's YouTube studio. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Here we go. (gasps) Here's the MSNBC live stream. Two days from now because it, it takes a little bit of time. So just a sense of how this story is going to evolve over the next 24, 48 hours.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, Dr. Charles, let's begin with that, because what Shannon just mentioned about uh, oh, what a surprise. these coronavirus tests that we're hearing about this week. Um, in terms of the the time and the incubation period uh, of the virus, oh, okay. what do you make, for example, of Joe Biden's negative tests today?
8: Hmm.
0: Uh, so, Lawrence, thanks for having me back. Um you know, I think uh, with Mr. Biden testing negative today, we'd like to believe he's clear. He's out of the woods. Unfortunately, he's not. Uh, he was mm-hmm. exposed on
1: yeah, Tuesday. exactly.
0: And we think the incubation period is four, five, six days. So he should continue to be careful. Uh, Unbelievable, he
1: should... right? He put everybody in danger. Let's all worry about him, though. Here's the thing. they They put a list out what trump is what twitler twitler's doctor released a statement after they tested positive saying that the medical team and i will keep a vigilant watch and they also le- listed what drugs he was taking that they, he was on a, an aspirin, or and he was on a low, uh, choleste, a high cholesterol drug. But you know what's weird? I thought, and none of the corporate media brought this up. What? I didn't see hydroxychloroquine on the list. Right? Did you? And nobody mentioned it. Why wasn't he on hydroxychloroquine? Remember when we had to go around in circles on the corporate media, when they were like, oh, you're on hydroxychloroquine? And he's like, yeah, you've been taking hydroxychloroquine? Yes, yeah, so I've been, uh, how long have you been taking hydroxychloroquine? Ah, about two weeks. Like everything else coming in two weeks. So the corporate media doesn't point it out. Guess what? On that, all that list, what he was, what, the zinc, I think zinc was in there, aspirin, some other drug, remdesivir, and no hydroxychloroquine. I thought that hydroxychloroquine was a prophylactic drug that Twitler was taking to avoid getting the coronavirus. So why didn't he get the coronavirus? if he was taking hydroxychloroquine and how come it's not being reported? You see, you see how, where we live, the, the shit, the bullshit that goes on, they should be ashamed. People with a giant platform like that should be like, this is unbelievable. Here is a super spreader. I don't care if he's the president. He had even more—he had a a responsibility to help this country, to protect the people, and he lied to the people. And so he has coronavirus, and it's spreading throughout his staff, and he put everybody in danger the night of the debate, including his political rival and everybody else, his entire family, too. Not that it matters. He doesn't care, but— what why are they protecting him and not saying and then plus when they released the drugs of what he was on hydroxychloroquine was nowhere to be found even though we had to spend how ma- how long how many news cycles discussing hydroxychloroquine and asking twitler Are you taking hydroxychloroquine? You're actually taking it? Unbelievable. Right? That's how we're... That is why this country really is uh, in the shape it's in. In the terrible shape it is in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to play something.
6: This just happened. The CDC director, you know, the agency that kind of screwed up testing for about six weeks in the United States. He was on CNN tonight, essentially dismissing, trashing a backhanded slap at hydroxychloroquine, (laughs) despite all of its success stories. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, if if it was actually a government agency, a real agency, really, he probably would be fired for that. But my medicine cabinet sets the record straight.
1: Where do we live? Right? Where the F do we live? Trump says he's taking hydroxychloroquine. I'm looking at all these headlines. Trump is without side effects after a two-week course of the anti-malaria drug hydroxychloroquine, his doctor says. And you believe that shit, right? U.S. President Donald Trump has no side effects from a two-week course of hydroxychloroquine. This is the anti-malaria drug that can cause heart problems. Heart, heart problems? He's got no heart. Heart problems, it can only cause heart problems for people who have a heart.
5: A lot of good things have come out about the hydroxy. A lot of good things have come out.
1: A lot of good things. How
5: many people are taking it, especially the frontline workers? Yeah, nobody. Frontline workers, many, many are taking
1: it. Before you catch it, you take it so you don't catch it, you say? Oh, it's a miracle drug. I happen to be. <laughs> He's so full of shit. Hydroxychloroquine.
0: I'm, Hydroxychloroquine. I'm taking it.
5: Hydroxychloroquine. Right now, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, started taking.
1: A couple of weeks ago, like everything else, it's coming work. in two weeks. And taking it for two weeks. It, I'll tell you right, I'm not going to get hurt by it. It's been around for forty years for malaria. Unreal. And lupus for other.
5: So I take. It. Frontline workers take it. A lot of No, they don't. Take it. Excuse me. A lot of, a lot doctors of
1: fake take doctors take it. it, like the voodoo doctor that you love?
5: Be they because, you know, I hope they come up with some answers.
1: They come up with? I we should
5: be allowed to. I got a letter from a doctor the other day. Bullshit. From Westchester, New York, around the area. He didn't want anything.
1: That, what, who is sending these letters? He's always talking about how he's getting letters and phone calls, and you can just pick up the phone. I got a call from some guy the other day. He just put him right through, because I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting on my ass, on my toilet, on my golden-plated toilet, tweeting fake news, well, tweeting lies about everything under the sun. And all of a sudden, my phone rang, and there was a guy on there saying, you know what, man, that Obamacare sucks. Oh, terrible. I'm a doctor, too. I'm a doctor. I'm in uh, the Hamptons, and let me tell you, thank you for taking my call. I'm surprised. I didn't know that you would pick up the phone yourself in the White House. So strange. But I love that you're such a man of the people that you pick up the phone. You got nothing else to do. You do it all. You've done, you fixed the wall. You fixed health care. You fixed Kim Jong-un. You fixed trade. You fixed, now we have the cleanest, most pristine water. The most breathable air, the best food we ever ate, tainted with shit. We have it all here. How did you do it? We have the best bears being shot in their sleep during hibernation. I mean, it's amazing. We have all those dead animals coming through, uh, the big trophies. It's amazing. You fixed it all. How did you do it? Oh, now uh, I, uh, I'm in shock. That you picked up the phone. But he's always talking about how somebody's calling him, people call him. I spoke to this doctor. I spoke to some guy who called me. I'm getting so many phone calls. Who the hell is calling you? Of course, they don't have any name. It's, this, it's like the lies that we have to deal with all the time in this country, coming from all from all everybody in the in the ivory tower nobody does anybody in the ivory tower have any specifics i wonder right they never have any specifics even on corporate media they say they'll say well trump isn't the first president to have a medical emergency in the white house okay well name it who who had medical emergencies well you know how uh truman and eisenhower and uh you know fdr fdr was um he was disabled but they're like truman had and eisenhower had a medical emergency they're assuming that everybody knows what they're talking about and it's not that they even assume but it is that they don't get into specifics. They're not educating anybody. Don't say that, oh, it's just like when other presidents had medical emergencies while in office. Well, effing, why don't you take some time and explain? You know, that's called informing the American people. Instead of saying, well, you know, we all know it's like, Obamacare, it's like... uh, No, Obamagate. Everybody knows. We just all know what it is. It's terrible. Obamagate, Obamagate, Obamagate. It's just absolutely terrible. We don't know exactly what it is, but it's terrible.
5: The other thing that we bought a tremendous amount of is the hydroxychloroquine. There are signs that it works on this, some very strong signs. We have... uh, Purchased, and we have stockpiled right. 29 million pills of the hydroxychloroquine.
1: 29 million pills of hydroxychloroquine. Break them out. Where? Where? Un- freaking unbelievable, really. You know? I see this shit. It's, it's beyond belief. From this, from this goddamn liar to everyone concerned about what's going to happen if he can't fulfill his duties. we would. Yeah, yeah. How about where we would be better off? Let's get real. If he can't fulfill his duties and the goddamn Republican Party goes down with COVID, the entire cabal, crime family, anti-democratic death cult, Guess what? We would be better off. More people would be alive. Look at this shit. We stocked piled hydroxychloroquine, millions and millions of pills. What? Really? Can we get a refund?
5: Yeah. I just think it's something stockpiled.
1: Stockpiled? 29 million million? pills. 29 million pills? And guess what? That's what we've had to deal with our entire pandemic. That's why the rest of the world is looking at us like, what is wrong with these idiots? Because we allow this to continue. We allow that to go on. It is enabled by, uh, by all the apparatuses of government that have been breaking down for generations, and especially the corporate media. This would not be happening without a corporate media. If we had a free media, free and fair media for real, we, we wouldn't be dealing with this. We wouldn't have a Twitter. It wouldn't have gotten to this point. That's the damn truth. It takes these silos of information and lies that help to divide and conquer the country. Definitely.
5: The hydroxychloroquine, 29 million. Yeah.
1: How I just much does, does that cost? You know, the
3: exp-
1: 29 million bullshit pills. How much do you got to pay for that? I, and we can't have nice things. We all can't have health care. This is a disgrace, goddammit. How come nobody's asking them? Hey, what happens to those 29 million hydroxychloroquine pills?
5: Jesus Christ. And I've used it for certain reasons. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? What do you, have to lose? Like you have to go through uh, your life, your maybe? People? Get the approval, Uh, but
1: uh, yeah, I've seen things
5: that I sort of like.
1: I see things that I sort of... You don't see shit. Fuck this country, God. Get me out of here. Oh, my God.
5: I know I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I have common sense...
1: But your uncle was something in MIT? My God. Robert Reich just tweeted, A, A, okay, here's the possible, what are the likely outcomes? A, Trump and his followers now realize the severity of the disease. B, his symptoms are mild, and he uses the experience to push a C, it's not so bad message which is probably the worst outcome. And see, it's all fake. And he returns to announce that he took hydroxychloroquine and it worked. Jesus Christ. Oh, wait a minute. And as I'm, as we're talking here, here's, an, here's something else. Well, this is from October 2nd. Andy Biggs, Representative Andy Biggs, urges president trump and melania trump to take hydroxychloroquine oh no this is this is from today what am i doing to fight covid-19 they they won't let go of their propaganda really they by the time they let go of propaganda there'll be 500,000s americans that no, no no that's not true they will never let go of their propaganda, even if 500,000 Americans are dead, and counting. If 500,000 Americans are dead, and that's what they predict. They're saying by the end of the year, another 100,000 could be dead. We're losing 1,000 people a day. They're never going to stop lying. Hydroxychloroquine? How much longer are we going to take it? hydroxychloroquine. We're trying to live, we're trying to get through this life without dying needlessly and early from a pandemic in spite of these filthy fascists who don't give a shit about anything but themselves and they're pushing. Bullshit. Hydroxychloroquine. Still, they're pushing it. it doesn't matter how many people die there are there were people i'm i'm sure it's still happening who were ending up in the hospital because of drinking bleach because of twitler and the republicans that don't matter keep say, keep saying it keep being keep pushing bullshit on, in a tweet on Friday, Biggs, who is a Republican from Arizona, what a surprise, a staunch Trump defender and member of the House, hold on, the House Science Committee. I'm out. <laughs> it's like, it's everything that is uh, is so offensive. How are we even still functioning at all with with these goddamn uh, it's like an entire party of sand thrown in the gears. Slugs for salt! Slugs for salt! That's them. You know what's great for slugs? Put some salt on yourself, slugs, fellow slugs. It cures it all. It makes you really slick and sleek. I'm taking it myself. I'm I'm salting myself every night. Slugs. It makes you really fast. You get that nice glisteny slug. Healthy slug. Glisten you that you can... You leave behind the most glisteny trails when you're slugging along. But I do it every night before bed. My wife, Melania, you you know her, the trophy wife number three. She, the slug, trophy slug. She puts this, she she puts it all over. It's uh, I've been doing it for about two weeks now. You see me? See what a beautiful slug I am? Unreal in the house. He's a staunch a uh, defender of Trump and a member of the House Science Committee offered a video message in which he also said Trump had taken appropriate steps <laughs> to re to uh, re- to reduce the risk of infection. Yeah, that's what he did. All those times when he was mocking uh, mask wearing and telling people not to wear masks and Yeah, he never. He was taking the appropriate steps. And look, here's... Even after... (laughs) Even when they announce that twittler has the coronavirus. Here comes the chief of staff. As
0: we look at this, uh, I'm not going to get into the TikTok. I can the tell tick-tock. you in terms of
8: hope. Dic- hope Hicks. Th- how about the TikTok?
0: Uh, we uh, discovered that uh, right as uh, uh,
5: the uh, No mask. One was taking off yesterday. We actually yeah. pulled pulled
0: some of the people that had been traveling and in
1: close Bullshit. contact.
0: The reason why it was reported out and just frankly is that we had already started the contact tracing just prior You're to that. You're full of
1: shit. Uh, they. Hit it. They hit it. That's what they were doing. And the press reported it. I'm not getting into the tick-tock. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Is that sort of like the tick-tock, tick-tock of a clock the of your life ticking away? Tick-tock, tick-tock. Your limited lifespan ticking down. Tick-tock, tick I'm not going to get into the tick-tock. The tick-tock, the tick-tock, the look lock Biggs' advice is contrary to the guidance from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Trump's behavior was under renewed scrutiny after months of rarely wearing a mask and recent travel that included an event in New Jersey on Thursday after his advisor, Hope Hicks, had been diagnosed as positive. Those on the left are dancing in the streets like you were dancing on Ruth Bader Ginsburg's Coffin. Because she wasn't even in the ground yet. They like to see this type of thing happen. Really? No. I don't really like it. I expect it. I do like justice, though. And it makes me feel good when people get what's coming to them. When a bastard who's killed... Two hundred thousand, two hundred and ten thousand, excuse me, of my fellow Americans get what's coming to him. A taste of his own medicine. I hope, I hope he has trouble breathing, frankly. That would be the best case scenario. He needs to really, really feel the sting of the lash of this thing. Otherwise, uh, we're in trouble if he doesn't. It's like Robert Rice says. He'll, he'll come dancing out like, it's nothing. Don't worry about it, dummies. Take your hydroxychloroquine. Drink your bleach. You'll be fine. Those on the left are dancing in the streets, says Biggs. They like to see this type of thing happen, but the reality is none of us should be happy because it's happening to a Republican. Now, if it was a Democrat in the Democrat Party, then it, trust me, you know what would happen. Like Joe Biden today, he was he tweeted out. It really irritated me, even though I get it. I suppose he tweets. Let me see if I can find it because he's trying to be he, the president for everyone. He tweets this. Cannot be a partisan moment. We must be in... It must be an American moment? No, it can't be an American moment. Well, I guess it will be, actually. Let me take that back. It is an American moment because we're all so full of shit. We have to come together as a nation? And what? I don't understand. Why? Why are we coming together as a nation? To... Do what? Worry if Trump gets what's coming to him? Gets what he asked for? What he's basically been begging for. We have to come together as a nation. This isn't 9-11. God damn it. And it's not like Reagan getting shot. This is an idiot. An old cracker who sat... In, uh, who has entirely too much power because of an archaic system that is the throwback to slavery that was put in place so the slave states could hold on to their human property in case democracy broke out. And uh, who what, it's not 911. what uh, what is this? It's not some national moment of, of, of sorrow. It's not the assassination of JFK. Like, we're all going to come together. It's an idiot who got what's coming to him. It's a freaking liar. It's somebody who has killed our fellow Americans with his lies and his ineptitude. It's, I'm sick of this shit. We have to come together as a nation? For what? So we can what? Excuse his bad behavior? Let's all hug and be... Well, not to. We can't hug. Social distance, but... Let's all What? bite our nails, grit our teeth. Oh, Oh, please. I hope the president, the so-called president who's squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes, is healed soon so he can get back on Twitter and steal the election and get back on Twitter and start lying and killing more fellow Americans. Please, please, Lord. Let him get back on Twitter so we can keep spreading misinformation. We need him at his Nuremberg rallies. This is not a... Uh, this isn't a left or a right moment. This is a moment for all of us to come together. What? And what? Not learn a lesson? When an idiot, a lying, effing, America-hating con man gets what's coming to him, goddammit. Oh, my God. You see what I mean? Now, listen, guys. You understand that if the shoe was on the other foot, if it were Joe Biden... Being diagnosed, if he was, if Joe Biden was diagnosed with the coronavirus, what would Twitler do? You know what he would do? He would be at his Nuremberg rally, leaning over the podium like he does, because he can't stand up on his dotard legs, because he's too filled up with all those greasy hamburgers. He could barely make it up the stairs. Well, he could barely make it down a ramp. But he would he would be leaning on the podium and mocking Joe Biden. He would do an imitation of Joe Biden trying to breathe. So the guy, so the idiots, so the the fascists, the assholes in the Nuremberg rally would cheer. They think he's funny. He's keeping it real, spreading those lies and the that hate, that division. You think that if this was Joe Biden, what would the Republicans be doing? My thoughts and prayers? Really? No, absolutely not.
5: He feels good about the mask. I wonder, in the debate... It'll be him and I or the stage. Is he going to walk in with a mask? I'll be honest. He He feels good about the mask. And that's okay. You know what? Whatever makes you feel good. Yeah, whatever
1: makes you feel good. Even if it includes raping a woman in a department store dressing room. Whatever makes you feel good. You know, grabbing them by the pussy. Whatever makes you feel good. Taking hydroxychloroquine telling the press you're taking hydroxychloroquine inviting right-wing fascists into the white house inviting idiots into the white house to spread misinformation about the coronavirus and then saying great doctors the greatest of all doctors all say hydroxychloroquine like here's this one the one who thinks that demons are visiting women in the night that's their real problem. That menopause is a oh, not menopause. Um, endometriosis is caused by demons. That's the one. She's also a vi- a very strong advocate of hydroxychloroquine. Let me see. but you know that's what he would be doing he would get up there and do an imitation of of biden like <gasps> i wonder uh, i don't know i wonder uh, if uh, he could breathe <gasps> You know, I bet she's there right now with Hunter Biden, you know they're counting their money, their ill gotten gain from their his job that he got paid fifty thousand dollars a month, and they're saying, <gasps> "I can't breathe, can you breathe, Daddy? Hurry up, Daddy. If you can't breathe, please, before you die, get me another cushy job i don't I don't deserve and aren't qualified for." And then all the Trumpanzees would be like, yeah, oh, oh, oh." they'd be like, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh." And that would be that. Nobody in the corporate media, they, they do a story a little bit, you know, they'd say, President Trump broke another norm tonight when he he mocked his political opponent for having the coronavirus and not able to breathe. You kidding me? You think that um you think that wouldn't happen? You absolutely know it would happen.
5: If it makes you feel good.
1: Whatever makes you feel good. For example, remember when he mocked Lisa Page? and Peter struck? He mimicked them having sex?
5: Remember, he and his lover, Lisa Page. What a group. She's going to win 10 million to one. She's gonna win, I'm telling you, Peter. I'm telling you, Peter, she's going to win, Peter. Oh, I love you so much.
1: So sick.
5: I love you, Peter. I love you too, Lisa. Lisa, I love you. Lisa. Lisa. Oh, God, I love you, Lisa. And if she doesn't win, Lisa... We've got an insurance policy, Lisa. We'll get that son of a b- out. We got an insurance policy. And we're living through the insurance policy. That's what Insurance
1: it is. policy. Everybody knows about the insurance policy. You know, a couple of people talking on election night. Don't worry. We won't. The American people won't let that happen. That's what they were talking about. It wasn't a big conspiracy, but it doesn't matter. Truth, it has such a liberal bias, and it is inconvenient. That's for sure.
5: He feels good about the mask. I wonder, in the debate, it'll be him and I on the stage. Is he going to walk in with a mask? I, I'll be honest. He feels good about. He feels good about the yeah, mask. Whatever that's makes okay. you feel you know what? good. Whatever makes you feel good. He feels good. Like sticking
1: it in in a porn star while your wife's home with the newborn. What
5: the hell did he spend all that money on the plastic surgery if he's going to cover it up with a mask? Seriously. the whole
1: deal. It's It's, uh, what makes me even... it's It's not him, really. He is the scum on the scum of the cancer on the scum. That's what he is. It's them. The rest of them. It's the Nuremberg rally bastards behind him laughing. Oh, look at this is our president mocking Lisa Page. Mocking a a, a citizen having an orgasm. That's your... Oh my God, I'm going to smash something. That... Is the president. And and they and they got people that are like I'm undecided. I'm not sure. I haven't seen enough yet. I need to see some more. I need to see some more of that shit. Oh, it's so funny. Isn't that hilarious? Now, let's imagine, let's play that game again, if Obama, let's imagine if Obama got on stage and at one of his rallies and was like, oh, isn't it funny? Uh, Donald Trump Jr. and Kimberly Guilfoyle. Oh, imagine him. I love you, Kimberly. Oh, oh, oh. And the American, you know, the normal people, they would be like, get the fuck out of here. It's impossible to imagine because it would never happen. I mean, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying is true. Right? That if Twitter, if it, the shoe was on the other foot and Joe Biden got sick, God forbid, or whatever. Um, you know that's what he would do. There would be no thoughts and prayers. There might be some fake thoughts and prayers on Twitter put out by the White House press or some bullshit. They would... Twitler would, uh, do one of his Nuremberg rallies and sit there mocking, (gasps) Oh, I hear Biden... Has the coronavirus. Can you believe it? After wearing masks all the time. I guess those masks ain't too good. I told you. It ain't too good. And they didn't take me. They didn't believe me. When I said, take that hydroxychloroquine. They had to be PC. Wearing the mask. I told you. And Biden, he would wear those masks. And he was... I mean, they had such. He was almost covering his whole face, the mask. Oh, he's wearing a mask. I don't know, but look at him now. He's like, <laughs> he can't breathe. But I hear Hunter Biden's vi- visiting him in the emergency room. they let him, cause you know it doesn't matter. Rules are for not for Democrat Party, and they were uh, hunters in the. I see you with him. And he's like, (gasps) daddy, 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 please don't die, daddy. How am I ever going to get another job, daddy? How am I ever, you know, (laughs) and then the, the morons. Isn't that true? That is exactly what would happen. (sighs) But here, you know, we got to be like, Biden has to be, oh, this is a time, isn't it? It can't be a partisan moment. What's a partisan moment? And when a freaking asshole gets what's coming to him after killing us, it's not even bad enough, you know, that he brought it on himself. He had to bring it on the rest of us, too. God damn it, this can't be a partisan moment. It must be an American moment? What, to watch an idiot? F- um, reap the consequences of his actions? I'm sorry, it can't be a partisan moment. It, it better be a damn teachable moment. So what's a partisan moment in that? What is a partisan moment? We're not supposed to point out what a filthy liar he is? What a filthy disgrace? And a danger? A clear and present danger to this country? That has no business being anywhere near the halls of power, much less Walter Reed? Get the F out of Walter Reed! Who are you? You draft-dodging tax cheat! You don't pay... For the price of admission into the civilized society. And you are... You're not a veteran. Oh, he's the commander-in-chief. In In this sick, mad house of monsters and ghouls and greedy, selfish pricks. Dragging us back to the dark ages. He's at Walter Reed. You know what pissed me off? They also tweeting out here oh my god don't worry everybody dwindler is getting the best the best be best he's getting the be best medical care that any be best could ever be best that any scumbag could ever freaking grift He's getting the be bestest, bestest, bestest medical care on our dime. Yes. Paradu on the chat. On the American people's dime. And again, again. His whole life he's been latched on the American people. Like a parasite, like a tick under our skin. Be best. He's at Walter Reed getting the best medical care. Let me see. Where is this fucking press release? Kaylee McEnany. You son of a... Oh, here's her. What's her profile? Kaylee McEnany. I am the White House press secretary connecting the American people. No, you're not. To President real Donald Trump's agenda. Yeah, well, we know. The agenda to drag us back to the Dark Ages and s- save his ass from prison by any means necessary. An update. Memorandum for Kaylee McEnany. From Sean P. Connolly, physician to the president. Ugh, fuck this health update on president Donald J Trump J we needed the J was it is this Donald K Trump or Donald B Trump wait a minute oh this can't be let's see I don't remember. I'm getting a phone let's see if this is one of those fucked up phone calls I hang up on it if it is they call back again holy shit I'm sorry, I'm all over the place because I just got another alert. Kellyanne Conway! Here it is. Oh my god. Kellyanne Conway is positive. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Who's this? Why? You have no idea about genders, do you? Uh, who is this? This is a robocall. You don't seem to care about climate change, you complete bastard. Wow. Tell me more. And, you think it's okay for men to fart in public? Really? (laughs) Why are you saying that? Honestly,
0: you are the worst person in the world.
1: Wow. Who are you? You hear that? That's one of those robocalls. Yep. They have. are... Actually, that's good. I got it. Yes, what the fuck? They call my number all the time. It's being... I'm being harassed. That's what it is. I'm being harassed by right-wingers on robocalls. I don't know how they got my number, but I guess who the hell knows. But it ha- I know I could tell it's them because they call and then I don't answer and they call again. That's them. So I, earlier today, I'm going to keep, of course, recording them. All, earlier today, I got another call, which I was able to record. Hold on. It's just complete harassment. That's all it is. It's meant to intimidate me. You hear that? You're the worst person in the world. The other one, cursed. The first one that I got cursed at me. You know, about sharing fake news uh, uh, about Trump. Which means the truth. But it was a robocall, so. Here's the robocall I got earlier today. Wait, that's the phone. Can you hear it? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Who's this? I can't hear you. Can you speak up, please? Who's this? A little louder,
8: please.
1: Hello?
0: I still can't hear you. Hello? Okay. Hello? Hello?
1: Hello.
2: Are you deaf? I know
7: I am.
1: Hello? Hello? Okay, please. Can you say something now? Yeah, hi. How you doing?
8: Are you listening to me? Hello?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello? Yeah. You hear that? Wait, where is that coming from? Oh, I'm, where, I'm hearing a stray some stray audio. Oh, you know what that was? It was after I, I must have been listening to something. I picked it up at the end of the call. But that it was just like some old man going, Hello? Hello? I can't hear you. Hell, it's just to harass me with these calls. You are the worst person in the world. It's unbelievable, but I would like to... I, I'm going to accumulate them or, or or try to get as many as I can, I guess. And I will... Um, maybe I'll send them to that guy from CNN. They could find out. I hope that... I'm sure I'm not the only one getting these phone calls, but it's clear. Yes, Paradu, I love how you drive them crazy. That's why you're my queen. Yes, that's that is why... They are, I don't know how they found my number. I'm sure, whatever, you can find anything on the internet if you try hard enough, I suppose. But they really have a bug up their ass and good. It's not going to stop me. I don't care. Keep it up. Keep it up. It's really stupid too. You know, what is that? What do you know anything about climate change? What does that mean? What is that supposed to be? Am I supposed to, What am I supposed to do? So, I wonder who I can call. Maybe I should reach out to AOC actually, cuz she is my representative and say, you know, I'm being harassed by I'm sure what I is a right wing Bunch of, it's sort of like the Jacob Wall and James O'Keefe types. Definitely. Because they were just arrested, Jacob Wall, for fake, for these robocalls. This is what they do. You know? They don't, they're not here to make the world a better place. They're here to fuck the world up. They're not, they don't care anything about their fellow Americans. They're here to, they're, I mean, they're just incredibly sick people. That's why, come on, we gotta fight these fuckers with, what is this, Joe Biden? This can't be a partisan moment. Why not? Really? Do you know what we're up against? That's why this show, and, and those like it, are absolutely necessary to fight these fuckers. To pull the covers on them. And, and, and to, how about wake up the damned filthy Democratic Party? The establishment Democratic Party. This can't be a partisan moment. Why not? You know, like when FDR... Wait, there's something on my computer screen. When FDR... when, when, when We played that other clip of FDR saying... Um, "the Where is it? Let me see if I can find it. Or at least I'll maybe I'll find the transcript. Now I'm getting a beach ball on my computer. Hope it doesn't freeze up. From the Fala speech, I'm glad. I'm really glad they called while we were on the air here. The Fala speech. This can't be a partisan moment. Well, here's FDR. I'll probably read it. I'll probably let's see. When the fuck is it? All right. This can't be a partisan moment. Remember. There are some politics. this is FDR speech, this is during a a Democratic Party, where was it? The Democratic Party event for the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, Chauffeurs, Warehouse Men and Helpers of America. But it was because, uh, you know, Republicans are what Republicans are. Back in 1944, during the war, during World War II, the backstory is they, they lied. Of course, that's what they did. They made up a story that FDR had sent some destroyers to go pick up his dog that he had left behind somehow. They forgot his dog, Falla. And he was, you know, it's all full of shit. So he made them look like idiots. And during this, because he was like, you know, now you're bringing my dog into it. He says, these Republican leaders have not been content with the attacks on me or my wife or my sons. No, not content with that. They now include my little dog. Falla, but he, the way he delivered it was he's doing it with humor. Like, these are desperate little, tiny little, unfit creatures. Well, of course, he says, I don't resent attacks, and my family doesn't resent attacks, but Falla does resent them. You know, Falla is Scotch. And being a Scotty, as soon as he learned that the Republican Republican fiction writers in Congress and out uh, had concocted a story that I had left him behind in the Aleutian Islands and had sent a destroyer to f- back to find him at a cost to the pe- taxpayers of 2 or 3 or 80 or 20 million dollars or whatever his scotch soul was furious he had not been the same dog since, and I'm a, I am accustomed to hearing malicious falsehoods about myself, such as that old worm-eaten chestnut that I have represented myself as indispensable, but I think I have the right to resent, to object to libelous statements about my dog. So, and he continued, though, as far as, let's not make this a a partisan moment, he said. Now, there's an old, somewhat lugubrious adage which says, never speak of a rope in a house of a man who's been hanged. In the same way, if I were a Republican leader speaking to a mixed audience, meaning Republican and Democrat, The last word in the whole dictionary that I think I would ever use is that word depression. There you go. Because the backstory to that was he was saying that they were spreading stories in the newspaper that it was the Democratic Party who started the depression. It was the Democratic Party policies. And we still hear those bullshit stories today. No, it wasn't. It was the Republicans, their policies. And then they left the American people on the bread lines and did nothing to help them, which is what they're doing right now. They're not helping the American people in the pandemic, are they? No. Mitch McConnell, he says Amy Coney Barrett will still be pushed through. No matter what, no matter how many have coronavirus, no matter how many on the judiciary committee are dropping dead or gasping for air, there she's gonna. They're pushing her through as f- hard as they can, as fast as they can. Not a relief bill though for the American people. You can go. Ge- you can go eat cake, America. You can't. Ha- you can't find any bread. Well, eat cake. That's their priority, to put an unqualified, unappealing, minority-representing agent of a goddamn fascist takeover and uh, another Republican without honor who is participating in the fascist takeover of this country, who instead of Going out there and convincing the American people of her of the goodness, of her ideas. That's how you do it. Gathering a coalition, getting the, the most votes, winning the majority, winning the majority opinions, saying, yeah, we really believe that. Okay, you're right. You know what? You are right corporations really should be able to run rampant all over the country unchecked by pesky government of we the people the people should not have a, have Mitch McConnell's big fat republican nose in their doctor's office with them you know what you convinced me no they can't do that cuz they don't do that that's too much work If they want to convince the American people that's the kind of country they want, because they don't want a country like that. The majority of Americans want the filthy Republicans out of their doctor's office. They know so much about everybody's lives, right? They don't want to help do anything to help. They don't want to tell the truth. So they have to steal. They have to shove people on the courts, unqualified loyalists, just like the Nazis did. So give me a break, Joe Biden. This is not the time for politics. It's not the time for, it's not a partisan moment. What is, what? You didn't hear FDR after the Depression saying, you know, this can't be a partisan moment. Let's be an American moment. We have to come together as a nation. You know how you come together? I, I swear, I'm going to break this. I'm going to break my own apartment down the, the way I'm, I punch it. You know how you come together? You, pu- you, you enact policies that work for the majority. You don't have bullshit goddamn detente with fascists. Let's be nice. Let's be... Watch. Let's not... Let's not learn anything from this moment. Let's not take this as an opportunity to show the American people yet again who has their best interests at heart. Who do they want in power? Somebody who's going to kill them? Or a normal person? You know? Really, Joe Biden your um, obsession with trying to legitimize these inept, ill-equipped, filthy, greedy, selfish fascists who have a goddamn con man who spreads lies about the very thing that is killing the American people at the moment. And you you, you have this pathological obsession. With legitimizing them, with making the American people think that they are a normal set of, uh, uh, of who? I don't know, a bunch of freaks. This can't be a partisan moment. Well, no wonder Democrats can never win a friggin' election because they're like, well, we got to can't be a partisan moment here. Can't really tell the American people what the F is going on. Let's all be nice. Be nice. Well, let's get get goddamn Ellen DeGeneres as the damn president then. Be nice. Be nice. Jesus Christ. I'm I'm reading the responses. The troops love the president. Somebody wrote, oh, F you. And then here's uh, someone writes, Joe, in order to save this country, you must be relentless in this fight. Oh, God. You can come together with these nuts. Oh, my God. People are like, thank you, Joe. Joe, I love you. You can be noble for me. Somebody else writes, and today is the day Joe Biden became president. Well, that's, you could be president. You know what? You could also tell the truth about the Republicans. Really? You're not doing us any favors, telling us a lie. Giving them legitimacy? Why? I'm so sick of them. God, I wish I had lived during the time of FDR. I would have been happier. Except, I guess, being back then when being a woman and gay. Oh, God. Who knows? Oh, J.D., thank you, J.D., for your super chat. I can't do it without you, J.D., that's for sure. But, all right, amazing. How many more of these <laughs> these Republicans are going to be um, diagnosed with COVID here? Let's see. Here, look at this... Um, picture Melania Trump Mike Lee Kellyanne Conway look at them all who's over here this is where they all got their the super spreader there's Mike Lee of course look Reverend John Jenkins I know somebody named John Jenkins he might actually be listening to this show it's not the Reverend John Jenkins it's A friend of mine, John Jenkins. A nice person, a good person. Hello, John, if you're listening. The Reverend John Jenkins. Look, Kellyanne Conway, Reverend John Jenkins, Melania Trump, sitting next to her son. Uh, Oh, God. Mike Lee. Who's this lady here? She must be somebody that's going to get coronavirus. I wish this whole row... We get coronavirus right here. Pence. I don't know who that is. You can't see her face. Tiffany Trump. Eh, I could take her or leave her. Whatever. If she gets it, she gets it. But she's young. How will she get it? Young are immune to coronavirus, right? Aren't they? Here's Bill Barr. Oh, please. Bill Barr. Please get it. And there's that what's his face, the chief of staff, moron. Who's that? I don't know who that is. Apparently, Jared and Ivanka tested negative, but give it time because it's not. It doesn't um, appear instantaneously. That's the thing they were saying on uh, all day on media. They they're trying to blame. Everybody but themselves, of course, because that's the party of personal responsibility. They want to blame the testing facilitators. That's one of the blames. They're blaming um, the the people who tell them that everything's fine. Yeah, here it is. Trump's pre-spin seems to blame the military, police interactions for the coronavirus diagnosis. This is from the Washington Post by Aaron Blake. A couple of weeks ago, so-called President Trump was fending off a brutal, anonymously sourced story in the Atlantic about comments he allegedly made disparaging the military and veterans and and the nation's war dead. The comments sounded like things Trump had said publicly before particularly about the late Senator John McCain. But in the hours after we learned that the counselor to the president, so-called president, Hope Hicks, had tested positive for the novel coronavirus, and before we learned Trump himself had it, he offered some strange comments that seemed to lay the groundwork for how he could explain his impending diagnosis. Okay. It might have come from the military or law enforcement. So he knew because they were on the plane together and then she got it or whatever. Who the hell knows? They they should all get it. Whatever. You know, it's very hard. Well, this is You, It was probably screaming over a helicopter noise. You know, it's very hard when you're with soldiers, when you're with airmen, when you're with marines, and I'm with the police officers, Trump said. I'm with them so much. And when they come over here, it is hard to say, stay back, stay back. It's a tough situation. Trump then turned to his own test And to Hicks saying, so I just went for a test and we'll see what happens. What else does he say? We'll see what happens. Look at here. Look at there. Look over here. If you look there, if you look here. The greatest, the best, the nobody but me. I'm a victim. Poor me. Poor me. Poor me. No one's ever done. No one's ever been treated so terribly by the coronavirus but you know her very well. She's fantastic and she's done a great job as they all have. They've all done a great job, like before they get indicted. And then again, he returned to alleged potential spreaders, but it is very, very hard because very, very is the only descriptor I can ever come up with. Very, very sort of like when you're writing a book report in elementary school, The dog was very, very big. His name is Clifford. And he's very, very big like no one's ever seen. You look at over here, look at over there, look at over this. Very highly respected, too. Very hard when you're with people from the military or law enforcement and they come over to you and they want to hug you. And they want to kiss you because we have really done a good job for them. Yeah, before, before Trump, you know how terrible it was for the military and the, and the police. They, the, the police were, it was terrible. They could be pulled over at any minute by anybody and all of a sudden they'd be winding up dead. It's just so strange. The police, no one ever, they got no respect, really. But thank God Twitler came along. And the military, they were, they were just surviving on scraps. My goodness. They were in tatters. Their uniforms were rags falling off them. All those those planes they were flying, all the, oh, the military equipment was from the goddamn Spanish-American War. We had nothing. There was no, we couldn't even afford our fifth war of corporate aggression. We only had the, we only spent more money on the military than every other country go- Combined. It wasn't even every other country combined twice over. My God. How did they stand it? Living in such poverty and disrespect. There was so much disrespect for the troops. Even though everybody was like, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Going to a war that we, we sent them to based on lies... And keeping them there for 20 effing years. But telling everybody that we couldn't have anything like healthcare, education, and you know, whatever. It was just a terrible land. It was like nothing here, but it was a dystopian landscape for the military. I'm surprised we weren't attacked by the world. We were. Peace through strength, you know? But we had nothing. We were surviving on nothing. They had to have all kinds of... They were on GoFundMe, putting up uh, GoFundMe pages and bake sales and... Please, God help me. And they have, because, well, Twitlow goes, they really want to hug you and they want to kiss you. Because we have done such a good job for them. Isn't that funny how every time he gets a freaking microphone in front of his face, he has to repeat what a good job he's doing. It's almost as if he's not doing a good job. And he has to convince us he is. And then after a while, you're like, is he doing a good job? Like some people are like, I heard he was doing a good job is this a good job? And then when you see 210,000 dead and 5 million cases and an economic goddamn depression, the likes of which no one's ever seen. And you're like, is this a good job? Like, you're really getting gaslit at this point. You're like, I heard he was doing a good job. is this a good job? Wait, wait, is this a good job? What? But then you have to think, you got to get some self-respect and you're like, how much do I hate myself to think that this is a good job? How much do I have to, do I hate my country to think that 200,000, 210,000 dead in three months is a good job? But anyway, they, ha- they, l- they say, hey, he says that everybody's saying what a great job they're doing. Everyone's saying. It's sort of like how everyone w- was calling Sarah Sanders after Twitter fired Comey for actually doing a good job or whatever, for not being a corrupt piece of shit like him. And he fired him. And then Sarah Huxterby Sanders, you know, that great Christian. Got out in front of everybody saying, oh, we have received so many calls from the FBI, rank and file, saying, thank you. Thank you, Sarah Huxterby, Thank you. It was I was so surprised when I called the White House and Twitler picked up. And I was like, sir, sir. You know how full of shit they are when, because he's always saying that. They everyone's calling him sir, even his own wife. I don't know if you heard that. He was making up a story about Melania. How he was like, Honey, did you see a blah blah some what a great job we're doing? And she he said and then she said, Sir, don't you know that everybody knows what a great job you're doing? Like she calls him sir. And then you get close, Twitler says. And all those, those things happen. It's sort of like when you grab them by the pussy. Because they, they're like, you're doing such a great job. And then you grab them by the pussy and they let you do it. Because you're doing such a great job. Jesus Christ. Where do I live? Grandma, I need you. I need a medium. You know, I need like a medium in here. Not a size medium t-shirt, like a medium who can contact my grandmother, frankly, and be like, I want to know. Granny, what? What were you thinking? Why did you bring us here? Why did you have to have my anchor baby father here? Jesus. Maybe I wouldn't have been born. Who knows? Maybe I would have been born as something else. Jesus. It's very, very hard. They want to hug you and kiss you. It must be so hard. Everybody's like, Trump is doing such a great job. Can't you see the great job he's doing? You can't see it? It's so weird. That's why we have to keep repeating it. And when everybody... Well, whenever anybody says anything different, we have to say, that's fake. Fake, 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 fake. Thank God we're not fake, and we're doing such a great job. I do not know why you would be like saying lies about somebody who's actually doing a great job, except somebody, I don't know, is not doing a great job. Uh, it's not a great job, really. You're not doing a great job. Did you think that Trump Network Vitamins was a great job? Or Trump University? I guess so. Because he always got away clean. Like, leaving everybody else holding the bag. Like when you play musical chairs. I'm sure Twitter when he was a child, he played musical chairs. He would kick that fucking chair right out from under you. He would grab that chair from your ass. You could have been sitting there. He would knock your goddamn grandma over, and break her hip. He ain't being. He he's not getting left standing when the music stops. That's for suckers and losers, not for not for somebody like him who he was doing he's doing such a great job. He's always done a great job. that's why he had to hire somebody to take his SATs because he, he's such a great businessman. That's why he had to be put on an allowance by the bank because he wasn't paying his bills cuz he's so great doing such a great job that's why he you know what billionaire that you know has to sign up to be the the head the or the face of a multi-level marketing vitamin scam you ever see a billionaire? I don't see Jeff Bezos. I, I mean, I hate that guy, but I don't see Jeff Bezos selling himself out to the multi-network, uh, you know, the Jeff Bezos network vitamins, where you have to sell vitamin, where you you sell, and then they sell, and then you bring other people in, and they sell, and if you get a little, you get a piece If you bring ten people in, then you're bringing in in ten pieces. You know? And guess what? Before you know it, you got like thousands of pieces. And it keeps growing and growing and growing. Like everything Trump says he does for, for life. Growing. Not taking. Even though we have eyes. What I mean, really, what real billionaire would sign up, would become the Trump Network vitamin face? It's crazy. And it went out of business in two years. Because it was such a great idea. Another multi-level marketing vitamin scam. It's so... It will revolutionize.
5: Hello, I'm Donald Trump, and welcome to the Trump Network. I want you to know why I'm so excited to be a part of this great organization. At no time in recent history has our economy been in a state that it is today. Oh, my God. It's like a mess. Wow, I thought it was a mess now. Like meltdown greed, and ineptitude in the financial industry have sabotaged the dreams of millions of people. Americans need a new plan. They need a new dream. The Trump network...
1: This might as well be his bullshit campaign commercial. America needs a new dream. Francis, oh, hi, look. <laughs> special guest star. Francis, come here, boo fucking ran away. ...wants to
5: give millions of people renewed hope, and with an exciting plan to opt out of the recession. Let's bah. get out of this recession right now. Yeah! With cutting-edge health and wellness formulas and a system where you can develop your own financial independence, the Trump network offers people the opportunity to achieve their American dream. I'm still looking for dreams. I'm doing damn well in life, but I'm still...
1: I'm so great. I've done so well. I have so much success. I want to share it with you by making you sell non FDA approved vitamins.
5: We're looking for the dream. It's a winning combination because it means you and your family can benefit financially from our breakthrough program. Follow our step-by-step success system that will help you grow your business. <laughs> this journey is going to be a fantastic one. Why and are you going screaming? A-
1: <laughs> Look at that fucking face. I'm sorry I keep cursing. I should be better. But I don't... I can't be best. I live here. I, I, I've had it up to here. I cannot be best. At this time. Let's see
9: all of us here's Three another testimonial that together that make a perfect storm for business growth at the trump network first we have a long distinguished track record with the ideal health products oh yes our personalized Nutraceutical Great. program is brilliant and today's intelligent way to supplement custom wow. essentials contains up to 50 pharmaceutical grade vitamins chelated minerals antioxidants
1: they just digestive- Ph- pharmaceutical grade wow no, that, that, that doesn't mean any. I don't know what that means. Pharmaceutical grade, even though it's non-FDA approved? But trust us, it's pharmaceutical grade. I got a, you know, a, we got some over here, you know? Let's do this behind the alley, behind the building here, you know what I mean? Best of
9: enzymes, phytonutrients, and amino acids, and a premium whole food base. Wow! This is the best nutritional formula in the world. The best. World it's the b best. Calibrated specifically for your body's needs.
1: Yeah, Just because you report. gotta urinate into this cup that has the Trump Network logo on it.
9: it saves you money every month.
1: Urinate in a cup and then send it in the mail to the Trump Network, and then they give you so-called vitamins, all made special for you specially for you and it's all bullshit like they're sitting there in the lab oh hi Francis what the hell Francis come here he's behind the computer Francis come here that's not good he would have pulled the plug out or something that would have been the end of the show wouldn't that be fitting into the show why is he running around like a madman He's madness. Forever you know what I think? Well, you anybody who has a cat knows. He's probably, guess what? Going to poop. You know how they run around like madness sometimes when they have to poop?
9: Eliminates ...the guesswork and confusion of deciding what vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants you should be taking. Both these high-impact nutraceutical wonders are producing Nutraceutical, amazing
1: wow, music. that sounds so... And each month, the
9: Trump Network will so automatically profitable. ship custom essentials direct to your door. The Trump Network has two other nutritional breakthroughs, our mood-infusion beverages uh-huh. and our Silhouette Solutions calorie-controlled snacks for truly effective fat loss. People listen to people who represent products at work, don't they? Yeah. That's you now. This makes building your business easier.
0: Income. Now we're going to make, you know, the kind of money CEOs make working at home on our own schedule. Wow. We
9: found out that Donald Trump was
0: having his own company. It's a that, no-brainer, really. It is a no-brainer. <laughs> a no-brainer. so much to the
2: industry.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> credibility. I guess they have that right. It is a no-brainer. Get it? You got to have no brains to be in it. You know what I mean? It's a no-brainer i'll say it again because you gotta have no brain please laugh (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm pretending i'm jeb bush it's a no-brainer because you got to be no-brainer to get in business with donald trump you gotta have no brain
0: it brings us to a new level because everyone recognizes and trusts that Trump brand name. They do? And so, when we talk business, Trump means business.
8: Once I saw
4: the business opportunity, I knew uh, right then the and wrong there, that this was for me. And it is the most amazing company.
1: Is and it really? It's a
4: quality of life that I really,
6: really uh, cherish.
1: I'm hitting the wrong button here. I'm missing it. It's a quality of life. Here it is.
6: This is a company that's going to completely change my industry. What really? I see that Trump branding will do for us is it's an opportunity for everybody now to jump on board and create the life of their dreams, and we will be a major holding the bag, multi-million dollar global bullshit.
1: We're going to help a lot that will be bankrupt in two years. We're going to help years.
9: people be able to improve their health in some amazing ways. We're going to be able to help people. To yeah, get that's back what it's right about helping.
1: Community. Help people You're diversify such a helper. their
9: income and help people really be able to live the life of their dreams. That's Trump is to one thing you can say, say about him. Quickly She's really one of the smartest people you ever going really to meet. He's a helper. Income ...and set themselves up financially for recession-proof income that can pay them some very significant income month after month, year after year. The Trump network gives you a proven path for success. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the biggest thing to ever hit network marketing.
2: As a physician, I know the quality of the network of marketing. Your industry changing products. So you're going to notice that you're going to feel better and that's going to give you more energy to change your life. I have chills
1: all <sighs> day long. I can't believe that we are the Trump network. It- <laughs> oh my God. It's an icon. An icon of failure. Poor sucker wait a minute
4: within two and a half years the recession proof business collapsed
1: wait hold on ah, I know I keep saying that a lot tonight wait hold on cause I need somebody to produce while I'm doing this but it is what it is as Trump likes to say oops Wait.
4: But within two and a half years, the recession proof business collapsed. Eileen Kelly says they lost ten thousand dollars.
1: I, I hate to see people taken in like that, like we were. I mean, we're educated people. It's almost embarrassing. Almost Donald Trump is embarrassing the
4: top recruiter. He travelled the country for two years promoting the scheme, including this two thousand nine launch in Miami.
5: When I did the apprentice, it was a long shot. This is not a long shot. This is going to be something that's really
1: amazing. Trump sold his name
4: and his brand for a million dollars, according to a draft of the proposal from court documents. The business was run by Lou DiCaprio and brothers Scott and Todd Stanwood. Their previous company, Ideal Health, which became the Trump Network, sparked some complaints like these to the Federal Trade Commission.
9: Todd and Scott Stanwood and I, have been diligent in our efforts to bring customized nutrition to all Americans.
4: A key product was personalized vitamins, supposedly tailored to each customer after they sent their urine to a lab for analysis.
9: (laughs) All of this is hocus pocus, and none of this is based on actual science. Can you
1: believe this shit?
4: Dr. Peter Cohen is a Harvard expert on supplements.
9: The test they're doing has nothing to do with their actual health, and matching, of, the of test course, results, not the supplements is probably just a random peeing in game a cup rather than anything based on reality. You're not going to gonna push get credibility please. in its marketing
4: materials. What the Trump Network that? suggested that Harvard expert Dr. David Ludwig endorsed the products, but Ludwig says he never did and was mortified when he found out his name well, was connected to the brand. Isn't
1: that did- odd how they would use somebody's name without their permission to hawk? A uh a scam. Isn't that weird?
4: Demanded and received this apology from the Trump network. We contacted over 30 former sales reps for the Trump network. Most said they believed in these products, but some said that when they look back at the fees they paid associated with trainings, with conferences. Of course, and it's
1: a scam.
4: They're not sure they made any money at all. No. About half said they still support Trump. But most said that they were kept in the dark about looming problems at the company. Trump declared.
1: They still support Trump. Yeah, they. I don't know what is with some people and in this country. What's wrong with this people with this country? They still support Trump. Is that because they can't um, accept that they were duped by a con man? Is that it? It's easier to just say like, "Oh yeah, I still like him. No harm, no foul. He stole my my money." He made me go on all these seminars, these failed. I had to buy all this bullshit that I will never sell, that's going to sit in my garage. And he walked away, St- scot free, as always, with his $1 million freaking payment to use his name. There's a billionaire for you, right? You see that happening? You see Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos doing that? Lending their name out to a multi-level marketing vitamin scam? God, this country is dumb. I can't handle it. And then you gotta be like... You gotta share the same air with them. And they are in the majority... Illegitimately, and now they're shoving all their filthy, filthy, disgusting, unhonorable, dishonorable judges onto the bench. Illegitimately, and we're supposed to sit here and be like, let's get along, it's not a partisan moment. Jesus Christ. The president remains fatigued. But in good spirits. He's being evaluated by a team of experts. And the the con man with the multi-level marketing vitamin scam who received fewer votes, the one who never paid taxes in his life and hates the troops that he called them losers. and And he's a draft dodger who is a Putin puppet. You know that one? The one who's accepting Russian help to install him into the presidency, the traitor. He's doing fine. Don't worry, everybody. He's getting the best care that money, your money, can buy. But the American people, on the other hand, are kind of SOL because they're trying to rip health care from you. We have stories of Americans going to Americans who live by the border going to Mexico for coronavirus help. Oh yeah. You didn't know that? Cuz you know, they can't get uh, they don't have any insurance. Let's see. This is the truth. They're going across the border. Oh, I thought that everybody wants to come here. Let's see. I can't find the article. This is a good time for somebody to make a super chat. I don't know. Or become a patron. Oh my God. I couldn't believe what the time is here. I cannot believe. Hmm, where is it? American meat going to Mexico for coronavirus treatment. I swear to God, I read this. Here it is. <clears throat> CNN. People with coronavirus are crossing the U.S.-Mexico border for medical care. <sighs> coronavirus patients are showing up in emergency rooms after calling 911 from the U.S.-Mexico border. They they literally come to the border and call an ambulance, says Van Gordner, president and CEO of Scripps Health. The rise in ambulance traffic from the border. Oh, wait, this is the other one. They're going... That's the wrong one. There was an article trapped in our healthcare system. That's the one I read. Yeah, here it is. With Canada and Mexico borders closed, Americans are trapped in their healthcare system. Mm, yep, because buying insulin abroad, people travel, you know, they go across the border. In popular Mexican resort towns, pharmacies, doctors, and dentists are targeting U.S. clients' hell. And the difference between the prices and the cost of the same drugs in U.S. pharmacies mean life or death. All right, I'm looking at the time. It's getting late. It is late. What am I talking about? I always say that I'm only going to do like a two-hour show. But then it goes on. I don't know. Should I not? I see you guys are still here. Not everybody, of course, but... Yes, we are fucked, Sin City says... But isn't this interesting? Kellyanne Conway. How many more are going to come out? When are we going to hear? Tomorrow. How many more? Hmm. We're in trouble, guys. Yeah. An update from President Trump's physician. Who cares? Drop dead. I'm sorry. Oh, did I say that out loud? I apologize. I will save my tears for the 210,000 Americans. I mean, uh, the, yeah, that's it. 210,000 Americans and the thousand who died today. I'll save my tears for them. All right, guys. Thank you for hanging out. I want to thank everybody, especially Jim for your super chat. KT for your super chat. Jim again for your super chat. Banterboard and Martin for your super chat. Errol Thomas for your super chat. And, he, and Errol says Biden 2020. Yeah, it's got to be. And JD for your super chat. God, you're lucky, JD. Because he's his super chat is in pound, so he must be across the pond. God damn it. Why can't I be? All right, my friends, remember what I say. We stick together, we win. And we will win. Because we are on the right side of history. You know it. We are on the right side of democracy and the right side of humanity. And it's another way of saying e pluribus unum. Also, let me tell you guys, I'll see you. I'm going to take attention. I will be taking attendance tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern, right here. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you tomorrow night.